when I first started, it was like, oh, I'm going to make 100 songs this year. Mm. Well, now it's 160. And I'm like, okay, I'm on pace. I'm going to go for 200 this year. And they have these sexy cafes where uh, you get Vietnamese iced coffee, but the, there's a lot of waitresses around. And they're all wearing like lingerie and skimpy clothes. But was there any thoughts on the lines of having cancer? Did it change your perspective on life? Yeah, man. Yeah, especially with the, the like, especially with the job thing, dude. Like, I at that moment I made the decision. I, it was like the number one for some reason most frustrating thing to me is like, mm. dude, I wasted six years working here, mm. and it was it's like okay, it wasn't a waste in some aspects, but for the grand scheme of where I wanted to take myself. Really nasty, inappropriate, <laughs> disrespectful rap music. Yeah. Hello, family and friends. Welcome to another Talks with Lemmy. This is available to the billions around the world on YouTube in 4K and audio streaming services like Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. If you like this content, please subscribe, like, comment, and share. And now onto the podcast. Welcome to the Limley Talks with Limley podcast. We're talking to Gary. Gary with two R's. So Gary, oh, yeah. that's your website, right? Yeah, Gary with two R's.com. And then wait, uh, you spell that all out? Spell or it you all just out. Gary with two R's.com. Okay. Yep. Nope. But then you have to get the first Gary correct with two R's, right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So you got to get past that first mark. Once you get past there, you're I'm glad okay. we talked about this. this is good. Once you type in the second half, you'll be like, wait a second. It's <laughs> <laughs> not right about the first half. Wait, did somebody else buy the other one? Or, uh... no, wait, no, no, no. That's my name. That's my name. <laughs> no, no, if, you, if you buy uh, G-A-R-Y with two R's, so it's buy uh-huh. that domain, you can forward it to Gary with two R's with two R's. Gary, oh, with two shit. Yeah. If you buy the wrong one, you can forward it to the right one. That, well, that's what I do yeah. with, with Lim, talks with Lim Lee. I yeah. have talks with Lim Lee. I have talk with Lim, with Lim Lee. I have talks with Lim. Yeah. I have limtalk.com, which I kind <laughs> nice. of been, think, been yeah. thinking about switching to limtalk because it's just so much shorter, but it's so much is branded and so much is pushed out with talks with Lim Lee. So, I mean, on a three hour podcast. They both sound pretty dope, dude. Like they roll off yeah. the tongue pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. I was actually hoping, well, my original thought with Talks with Lin Lee was like, uh, say, uh, say, whatever. Uh, I'm trying to think of a celebrity. Um, Kim Kardashian talks with Lin Lee, so I could always keep the Talks with Lin Lee. That was my my train of thought. Yeah. She ain't talking to you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Someday. You never know. You never know, man. Dude, both both my co-hosts are laughing at me. What's up with that? (laughs) So you do. I'm just saying you're going to intimidate her with your badass uh, conversations and your four word uh, website. I a lot of <laughs> I I think a three hour format it, format is intimidating to a lot of people. What yeah. kind of what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, before I you think came? It, you know what I, I I had the same thoughts. I was like, you know, before this is before I even started doing the, the Twitch thing. I was like, like who's gonna listen to anybody talk for hours and hours? But then I started listening to podcasts, yeah, and I was yeah. like, okay, mm. I'm listening to this while I'm working out. That's who's gonna listen. I'm listening to this while I shower. I'm not listening to it like just sitting there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm yeah. doing stuff. I'm active while I'm listening to it. Then when I got into it myself and started, you know, doing the Twitch thing, I was like, wow, it's it's really easy to get to that two three hour mark. Actually, <laughs> you know, so when you <laughs> said so that yours was like was long <laughs> format, I was like, oh, okay, this is great because it gives you an opportunity to really touch all bases you yeah, know yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so is is 
live streaming music your main thing or what what's actually what yeah. would you say the biggest focus is it, is it actually the music part or you know what that's really a hard question to answer because it's like uh it's it's more so a community thing you know i'm i'm building a a brand so but the music is is yes it's the main part but you know the clothing and the the logo everything else goes around it i just want to build everything around that but Music is a thing that I can do well, so I might as well do it. Describe, <laughs> describe your music. Um, it's really Don't say nasty. <laughs> really nasty, inappropriate, <laughs> disrespectful rap music. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it like I'm down with that. It might hurt some feelings, but at the same time, it's really gonna make you think because I like to I like to throw witticisms in there. You know, I'm 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 about wordplay. I'm all about wordplay and Along with wordplay, I like to bring up like different paradoxes in life, you know. When you say you said disrespectful music, so mm -hmm. as in it's just it, is it just ideas that stimulate the brain, or exactly, is it, or is it things that you think uh, most people are offended? Well, yeah, most, most people would probably be offended by. Know, it. I don't know. If most are you just like would. attacking old ladies or what? No, not not <laughs> old ladies. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> not all the old ladies. Just, just the some Karens. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma Karen. Yeah, yeah, just a couple of the Karens, man. You know, yeah. I cuss a lot. I cuss quite a bit. Think about yeah. the most recent songs. What topics kind of came to mind in those songs? Um, or what did you cover in the songs? Dang, that's a good question. I, I You're revealing so many, the I artist. Make, I make so many songs, it's hard to say. Um, what's the one that I did just last? I can't even tell you the song that I just finished last night. And I just made it last night. <laughs> I'm at 160 songs on the year. That was song number Ooh. 160 last night. Oh, you're doing one song Impressive. a day. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like, I'm not just like forcing out songs. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm it's busting just out of throwing you. stuff on a song. I'm actually thinking about this and I'm putting a lot of thought and effort behind it. It's not like I'm like, oh, I got to get a song done today. I feel like that. But at the same time, I'm still patient with myself and I take my time. So yeah. these are like complete songs that are ready to go. Yeah. Like, mm. is this podcast on Twitch? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, not mine. Oh, yours. yours. Oh, yeah. Mine. Yeah. yeah Twitch. I'm on Twitch yeah. exclusively. I haven't made exclusively. The oh, exclusively. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably either ask you at the end of this or maybe maybe uh, in the middle. I'll ask you about Twitch, but make a switch to Twitch. Twitch I, switch. <laughs> I don't I don't think this format that I have will. I, I don't you got the itch I don't uh, so so some of the with my guests they <laughs> have the going. chance to delete afterwards mm -hmm. so that wouldn't work for Twitch because Twitch exactly. is live streaming and some uh. of the conversations that we have um, a business owner might give some business secrets and then I got to delete it afterwards mm -hmm. you can't post to Twitch I can't uh, you can actually but there's certain uh, I don't know if I want to say a culture behind Twitch where that's exactly. kind of almost frowned upon because it's pre-recorded material where Twitch is live stream. Oh, mm -hmm. how about me and you just butt heads live? Well, that remember we 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 recently did discuss about trying to do live streaming on Twitch. So we yeah. that would be dope. We were thinking about that right there would be dope. Yeah, we we have a lot of I guess differences as that we could discuss whether government politics, uh, I don't know, morality, and then yeah. we could just go on for a half hour just. Uh, verbally just fight be each other. angry at each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah. I'd say with Twitch, Twitch is um, most of Twitch is about focusing on the chat and your community and the people that are that are talking to you. So mm. 
it's great to get the to you guys together, get the ball rolling. You know, like here's the conversation, here's the topic. We're gonna butt heads. Yeah. And then, you know, as you're butting heads, you're looking at the chat, seeing what they have to say, you know, saying some of their stuff out loud. Maybe they're bringing up a new topic for you guys to butt heads about, you know. Yeah. So if me and Lim did that, then would like 12 random people happen to be watching at that point or? Maybe. Okay. You, you never or know. Zero. You never know. You never know with Twitch really because um, or do certain we, people Do we need like just, a subject that pulls people in or something? You wouldn't really because everybody's doing everything on there. I, I know yeah. that the, the main focus is gaming. But um, you also have the music community, and in the music community, you have ninety percent DJs. Then you have the ten percent of us that are making music, doing reviews. Um, but then you also have this other section that's like mental health and people just talking to each other. Mm. You know, yeah. so I feel like that's a perfect spot where you guys would fit in. Mm. Yeah, you know? yeah. If I go well, on there and say anxiety is bullshit, <laughs> so. that would work. Yeah. That would work. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one thing that I, I, I thought about doing, which it, I guess talking to you makes me feel like it actually might work, is I wanted to do, you know how we know uh, weeks ahead of time, we know that a psychologist is going to come here. We know that a hypnotist may come here or a professor of literature. I wanted to do a way where we could get uh, people online to tell us, hey, what questions should we ask them? I think that'd be a fantastic way mm. to, to get a list of questions. Yeah. Right. You guys should start up a Discord. Okay. Yeah. Discord. Start up a Discord. Just add like four more platforms to what you're already doing. Because <laughs> the, uh, the Discord is like, Discord is like, um, I know it's not a part of Twitch, but they have some sort of partnership with Twitch to where you could connect your Discord and Twitch. You're in cahoots. Yeah. So the t you funnel people from your Twitch to your Discord. This is where mm. you talk to your community at. This is mm. where your community gets to kick it with you or say anything to you off when you're not, you know, streaming online. Yeah. Um. In the Discord, that's where I would post those kind of questions. You know, oh, okay. like, okay. hey, what yep. should we talk about next? You know, what's your opinions, you know? Okay, cool. cool. What, do you, what do you know about Discord, Joe? Uh, <laughs> that's well, how the three of us met. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, uh, in the context of what we're talking about, um, I think having a Discord, if you're doing like the whole Twitch thing, is pretty much necessary because it, mm -hmm. it, add, it adds to the brand and it gives people a way to still be engaged with you as a brand and you as a person even when you're not necessarily streaming um and i, I think that it, being on Dis discord is incredibly uh helpful in general there's actually a lot of people that i uh that do podcasts uh there's this one about movies called how did this get made with a bunch of uh comedians and uh their discord is incredibly active they have tens of thousands of people hmm. and that's exactly what they do they'll get topics for their podcasts from the discord you know, and then after they after they release the episode, the Discord becomes you know a frenzy of activity again, with people talking about it and following oh. up or correcting them, and and it mm -hmm. just kind of like like you were saying earlier, Gary. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's just that combined with like you know Twitter and all this other stuff. You know, that's just really how you build see, an audience. I, see, I only knew, exactly. I only knew Discord as a way to like talk to your team when you're playing a video game. <laughs> okay, that's that too. No, it's, so, like, it's expanding beyond that yeah, like, yeah. pretty Remember, fast. Remember when we had Taylor, the fi modern finance uh, yeah. TikToker? Uh, she uses Discord to. She does like I think paid tier subscriptions. I think too. You can do that yeah. too. So she like if you pay a certain amount and then there's like these uh, finance bots for uh, stocks tickers and I don't I don't know if they do predictions but I mm -hmm. so it, as you pay higher in her subscription tiers then you get 
you get those unlocked on your Discord. As far as I could tell, I was like, damn, this oh, girl, okay. she's yeah. got her Discord all I, pimped out. I thought out. she was like telling you what her picks are so that if you want, you can copy her moves on the market. Um, I, I think she probably does that too for a higher, that's probably yeah. like one of the top tiers on her her thing. But Yeah. Um, yeah, so got to do Twitch and 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 Discord. Damn, yeah, Twitter. Twitch and Discord, definitely. Yeah. And yeah, people people keep saying that. Yeah, Twitter is um, Twitter is where people go to build an offline community for uh, Twitch. You know, Twitter, Twitter and YouTube. And I just personally, I haven't got the hang of it yet. I just mm. have the hang of Twitch, so I just nice. go hard at that every day. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to learn the others, but. So, you, so you're making your music live streaming on Twitch and people are watching you make music. Exactly. Is that the gig? Okay. Exactly. Awesome. So sometimes every now and then, a, a lot of guys will have their whole show be focused on doing music reviews. So right. I, I don't do that. Mm. I like to, it, it is a good, really quick way, easy way, kind of easy way to build up a following because, you know, a lot of musicians are on there and everybody wants people to hear what they, what they're making. But I, I just didn't want that to be the focus of mine. I wanted people to come there, and, and if they like me, then they like me. You know? I like you already, dude. Hey, thanks, bro. <laughs> I want to go. Re- I want to go review your music. Okay, let's and go. Get a bunch of. <laughs> 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 but yeah, man, they um, they uh, I, I just, I just get on there and I, I make music and I talk to them. Thanks. Does Does it feel like getting users to watch? Is it is it tougher than YouTube or do they just kind of, you just stream enough and eventually they come or exactly you stream enough and eventually they come. Mm. Um, especially if you're, if you're good at interacting with the people that are there, mm. then and it, they'll be there. They'll be there. You just have to be you. Yeah. That's yeah. it. You know, just, just like meeting people in real life and, you know, being a sociable person in real life, you just have to do that same thing on Twitch. I, I think that's why it's easier for me than the other social media because the other social medias don't seem like that, you know, they don't seem like that. It seems like, okay, you have to take these, like these perfect moments mm. and put them there. Oh yeah. Yeah. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And I'm not yeah. good at like, I, I don't feel like I'm good at perfecting, uh, making this one perfect, wasting my time making this one perfect moment for this when I could like, live a whole life and have the the wholesome the whole thing be perfect you know yeah, what i yeah, mean yeah totally yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just over here trying to hide the fact that i hate everybody <laughs> <laughs> trust me dude working working <laughs> working six years in a nightclub man i i could totally relate. I, I was security man i was the fun police so oh yeah yeah you get to no, see you're people getting, in you're there. getting the hundred dollar handshake right yeah yeah sometimes, sometimes <laughs> not yeah. often enough that was the, okay I, i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna say it wasn't often enough <laughs> it was quite often that was fun nice. but uh, i don't know just the the fact that you have to tell everybody no to stuff that they want to do where it's yeah, like hey if i was people. out like you man I was, if i was out i'd be doing the same exact thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> sniff some cocaine off her titties too exactly i'm in there with you dude like actually i'm off on wednesday and that's exactly what i'll be doing <laughs> but yeah it's kind of funny to do it on wednesday and then get in get to work on friday and kick people out for the same shit it's Just like smells so good <laughs> it's like dude you have to be smarter about this man <laughs> 
They have a reputation to uphold. <laughs> exactly, man. Don't be a dumbass, man. Yeah. You gotta go. <laughs> Let's jump uh, to the songs that you, it looks uh, like you got a list. Or do you want to go into that? Man, I, I have a, a huge list. This uh, this most recent song is just called Give It A Rest. You know, the hook is just about giving it a rest. Like, chill, relax, let things mm-hmm. come to you. Let life okay. be, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't don't be so such a tightwad about everything, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I even touched on the vax on that song. I never even do that on my music, but mm. I did it on that song just because, you know, it's a, Give it's it a, rest. a touchy, <laughs> yeah, it's a touchy <laughs> issue. So you might as well touch on it, man. Um, the, the, the one before that was called parody. And that one is just basically about, you know, some people they're trying to be a parody of somebody else that they see instead of being themselves. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So like that It's a wide array of topics. Make a way is just about making a way through life. I'm gonna make a way no matter what gets in my way. Nice. You know? Nice. Did you did you go to college? You sound like an intelligent dude. Well, I went to college, but I yeah. didn't graduate. <laughs> no, but you, you obviously learned something. You picked up some a few things. Yeah. A you, few things. You have uh, complex thoughts going on, I can tell. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a few. Quite a few. <laughs> uh not not that you have to go to college to be smart or anything, but uh going to college I think exposes you to additional years and additional topics of things that are tend to be mm-hmm. intellectual or thought provoking or, you know, if you take a, uh, you take a psychology class, then there's that, that chunk of knowledge that influences the way you think. Right. And exactly. You, if you learn a little bit of economics, if you learn a little bit of statistics, then all those things come into play when you analyze or think about something. Did um, you look at my college classes that I took? No. Same bullshit every college. <laughs> basically, basically, man. But yeah, man, I think it, I think that really started. I don't. I think that started when I was young, man. Honestly, because yeah. my grandma, she um, she taught me how to read young. I was three years old reading. So. Oh, awesome! Oh, wow. And she was just both of my grandparents. They were really about education is key. Education is key. Education is everything. So yeah, they were right. I was as tall as I am. I was never really that into sports. A little bit. But not like hardcore. I mean, I played basketball one year in high school. Other than that, I had a bunch of academic scholarships. Mm. So I was all about reading, studying, and, you know, doing that. Yeah. And also finding the easier way to do things. Because <laughs> some people... Hopefully the camera... When you said academic scholarships, in my head I heard athletic scholarships. <laughs> my face kind of like, huh? I hope, people, I hope people don't think like, why did I frown when you said academic? <laughs> okay, sorry. So. It's black dude? That's funny. Uh, academic? academic? What do you mean? Because <laughs> no, you, you said uh, you didn't play much basketball except for that one year, then I thought you thought I thought I heard you say academic. This motherfucker lying his ass <laughs> off. Hey, dude, I, I gotta be something like Joel Embiid then, because he didn't start playing until he was, what, like 17 or 18? Oh, damn. It's like, damn, bro. He played volleyball his whole life. Mm. Wait, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> I think something that Emmett's brought up before is just that height. For for a lot of sports, just height has so much to do with it. Meaning, like, take me. I, I could probably never play uh, basketball professionally. I'm five foot two. So that's... You're just eliminated. It not not always. I know there's bu- bugs. Uh, Muggsy. Muggsy. Yeah. But, I mean... Isaiah Thomas. Well, the other Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, I um, think but, Spud Webb was five seven. Spud Webb, Nate Robinson, he won the dunk contest twice. Yeah, so there's <laughs> exceptions, but yeah, 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 it's still more than one out of a million. It's probably one out of a hundred million. Probably. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I still think like there's probably a world of difference between five two and five seven too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then six four and six eight. But you, you know what? I, I my my mind is expanded a little bit. I maybe you won't be in the NBA, but mm, you got mm. hella European leagues. There's hella leagues all around the world to get paid in, and I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. that they'll take you if you're good enough. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So just yeah. like just like with music, I feel like a lot of people say, "Oh man, you know, there's." There's not a lot of money in it. It's flooded or, you know, you're not going to be 50. You're not going to be, you're not going to be Kanye. You're not going to be Jay. Well, I don't really have to be them. Just give me a cool six figures a year. Wait, would even you, a little under six figures a yeah, year. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Would you be happy to be a uh, popular musician in the Philippines? Yeah. <laughs> anywhere, anywhere where my market is at. And it's funny you say that dude, because um, with like a lot of the, I, I, guess. I was just naming a random place. I didn't mean anything by it. No, really, really, yeah. seriously. A, a lot of the vintage acts, I'll call them vintage acts, the classic acts, like, uh, like let's say, like Wu-Tang, that kind of feeling of stuff, like uh, yeah. like the locks and stuff like that. They're really, really big in Europe right now. Hmm. The European market. So it's like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. Like, you could take it anywhere. And then even in um in certain Southeastern Asian countries, they have, like, what's equivalent to... um. American Idol, but it's yeah. completely rap. Oh, it's completely not. rap. I saw it and I was like, "We don't even have this in America." <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, but is, was it all Asians rapping? All Asians rapping. Okay, all Asians rapping, dude. Just I was like, it up. I was like, wow, they actually sound good. Don't know what they're <laughs> saying, <laughs> but you sound later. good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, think about it, dude. Like, K-pop takes from every genre. Yeah. They have hip hop in, in one song. They'll have EDM rock and hip hop, like all in one song. So it's like, okay, I see that there's like the flavor is expanding everywhere. So yeah, the markets are out there, man. The markets are out there for yeah. whatever. There you go. You can go back to basketball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's never too late. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I used to, I used to play basketball a lot. Like it was, it was ridiculous. It was probably four hours a day, six to seven days a week back in high school. I was pay- playing a lot. Um, Damn, dude. I kind of I like just it. I think as you get older, maybe like things just change. You can't, you can't do anything four hours a day for every day. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the enjoyment for it definitely was. Barely show up for a job. <laughs> 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 That's the struggle. <laughs> um, yeah, I just the enjoyment for it changed. So, I mean, got into computers and stayed in computers pretty much after that. So, um, so the the live streaming music back to your stuff um is it do you you're doing 160 songs for or for 160 days one every every day almost one every day almost one every day mm-hmm. and your goal is to do it for one full year or how's you know what at first when i first started it was like oh i'm gonna make 100 songs this year mm. well now it's 160 and i'm like okay i'm on pace i'm gonna go for 200 this year um next year i don't know Okay, I got. Okay. I got. I think I have to. Mm. I, I mean, I was able to build up my community a little bit. I have to switch my focus more so toward the uh, marketing aspect of things. You know. Yeah. That's really, really big. That's ninety percent. I mean, you could, you could be the worst musician ever as long as you have good marketing. You're okay. All yeah. you have to do is be a personality because it's really not about. I hate to say this, but it's kind of like not about your music at the end of the day for mm. the masses, you know? Sounds like you're talking about Rod Stewart. 
Not Stuart. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's an old, old people reference. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. Name a song by Rod Stewart because I'm blanking. If you think I'm sexy. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I just get mad because I think I'm a better singer than Rod Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> you might be, bro. You might be. <laughs> you just got no marketing. <laughs> That's right. That's all you need is marketing. That's all you need is marketing. You could do anything. Are you partnered on Twitch? Uh no, I'm affiliate. That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Wait, what, what would a Twitch partner be? Oh, a grind. <laughs> you <laughs> have to average over 75 viewers per stream for 30 days. Oh. Um 75 like watching you at a time. Yeah. You know? Um and then there's two other requirements that are pretty easy, which is like do it stream for at least 15 hours in that 30 days and one other thing. It's pretty simple. Okay. But yeah, I'm 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 at about 17 average viewers per uh, per show right now. Um, lately, I've yeah, been, but that's every day you're touching those people, you're influencing. Exactly, yep. exactly. I got a little bit of a boost. Um, I want to say, what was it about a week and a half, two weeks ago? Because T Pain rated me. And if oh, you know really? Me, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was pretty exciting. And if you know the dynamic of a raid, it's basically. Um, I don't explain it to me. Okay, so ELI five, explain it to me like I'm five. I got you. <laughs> so basically, it's when uh, one streamer is streaming, they're doing their thing live. When they're about to go off, what they do is they take their remaining viewers and they send them into another channel that's streaming. Oh, so okay. it's called a raid. Okay, and those are really big on Twitch because it's a community building exercise. Twitch is all about the channels building with each other. That's another thing that separates it from a lot of other social medias. You Wait, know? T-Pain sent all the strippers over to you? All of the strippers. Oh, man. <laughs> Every single last one. I said, I'm in love with strippers too, I love man. It. I Thank love you. It, <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny though. <laughs> I went back and I watched his VOD and he was like, uh, he was just looking for people to raid. And uh, he's like, okay, we're going to go in here. And we're going to raid this guy, and uh, I'm never going to talk to him. <laughs> I was like, all right, bro, you don't have to talk to me. Why can you bring me to raid, yeah, man? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so that was fun, man. That was cool. And the next day, ironically enough, he raids one of my buddies. And I was like, hey, hey this is a nice. six degrees of separation. It's just really. So then are you the guys way. in a certain uh, music area then? Or why is it T-Pain? Ends up rating to you instead of rating to some chick in a bathtub or to some World because, of Warcraft shit. Because he wants to see people making music. Okay. Like when he was scrolling through, like yeah. I said, you know, if you go to the music category on Twitch, mm. you're going to see 90% DJs. And okay. that's what he was saying as he was scrolling through. He was like, DJs, D damn, everybody on here is a DJ. Who's actually, actually yeah. making music? And then he saw me making music and he was like, okay, watch me for a few seconds. Some other people on there, uh, his his mod, yeah, they were in his ear. They were like, "Okay, go ahead and rate him." His wife was like, "Yeah, do it." So oh. they rated me, and I was like, oh, "You go, you got the thumbs up from T Pain's wife." Exactly, man. <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> what, on on those raids, is what a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> is there a like a protocol in essence? Like, say <clears throat> T Pain found you, and then he he sent his viewers to you. Mm -hmm. and then when you're, do you? play music for 15 minutes do you have to send it back or how's that what's the you know what everybody does something different everybody does something different and it's it's really up to the channel what you're going to do when you get rated but 
Don't whip out your dick. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Well, you might be able to get yeah. back. Hey. <laughs> um, but everybody does something different. And um, I like to give them a shout out. I have a stream deck. So I have a couple buttons that I could press and make different sounds. I do different vocal impressions. So, you know, I make it fun for them. I know this one This is guy. time for you to use your stream deck. Oh, what? Ah, there you go, bro. Hello, family. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> On my channel, I, I say the hello, family and friends intro after that. But there's there's a few others. But anyways. Um, that sounded good. <laughs> that was clean. <laughs> um, so, I mean, as in, so then can you keep the viewers? Are you... Or you're saying it's up to them, meaning like, say in that case, what did you do then? Did you keep them for an hour? Did you play music for an hour with that? Oh, I just kept on doing the same the same stuff that I usually do. That's okay. what I usually do. When they raid, it's like, I, I try not to take too much time out unless it's like, okay, I'm not making something right now. Then I can take a little bit of extra time out. But for the most part, I'll play a couple sounds, give them a shout out, thank them for the raid, ask them what they were doing for their, you know, yeah, for their uh, stream. And then move on and keep on doing what I've been doing. And then I, I might give them a sh uh, give a shout out to my uh, there's this like pre save contest that I have going on, so people can pre save my music. Oh, nice. So um, you know the algorithm likes certain things. So Spotify oh. likes uh, likes pre saves and likes and stuff like that. So Wait, I'm gonna done, save your song before you even make it. Exactly. Well, before I release it. Yeah. It's done, but it's just before I release it. Okay. So you're blowing my mind right now. Yeah, man, it's out All there. Right. So what I do is release. to incentivize people is I, uh, I, I started up a giveaway. Mm. So everybody that pre-saves the track has a chance to win a free piece of merch from the shop. Nice. So that's something that I'll announce when, when somebody raids in. What's, what's the coolest piece of merch on your shop right now? Dang, that's a good question. Or is it everything you're wearing? Everything I'm wearing. Okay. Everything I'm so wearing. There all we go. this. If you like all this super fly. There we go. <laughs> Shirt. <laughs> <The> fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> I have a mask. I have shorts. I have a bunch of different shirts, though. Nice. At least 13 different Feel shirts. Feel free to do that in this camera. The, the, wow. Just the hat. Oh, the hat. The shirt. The fanny pack. <laughs> I'll, I'll it. Uh, cut it. I'm, I'll pr probably put it in the front of the video just for fun. Okay. Fresh. Okay. <laughs> Then, Wait, you, that's what you're gonna do as the cold open? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it might work. I like, I like it. <laughs> no, not that. I mean that. And then I, I have like usually like a minute worth of cold open. Yes. Um. So for the for that raid, and then do you see an influx where I don't know? Did it come like a hundred thousand viewers, or and then does it trickle out within the yeah, next minute? It trickles down. So he came in with I want to say a thousand viewers. And slowly but surely, it'll start to trickle down, mm -hmm. especially yeah. with what I do, because like I said, man, like I'm surprised people watch me. I mean, I'm grateful for everyone that watches me, mm -hmm. but sometimes it can be a little bit repetitive because it's like I'm trying to dial in the perfect sound. Like not only am I rapping this right now, but I'm engineering it right now, too. So I'm doing the technical stuff at the same time that I'm doing the fun stuff. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you got a thousand people that were like, ah, this guy's not T Pain. Yep. And then I just yeah. spent I just spent the hour I was planning to spend here. Oh, I gotta go make some noodles now. Yep. Throw out a follow yep. and just go watch something else. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, okay, cool. At least they followed because later on I might pop up in the side and they'll be like, Who is this guy that I'm following? Click this real Why quick. Why am I following this? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, probably exactly. I'm guessing in the Twitch world, like 
say say YouTube uh, it, they they want subscribers and likes and comments. It seems like I'm guessing. I, I don't know. I'm guessing for Twitch, like if you get ten thousand viewers, it's equivalent to maybe one subscriber on YouTube. What what is success uh, in Twitch? Okay, is it followers? With is Twitch, it? it's like it, you want to get sub- subscribers are different on Twitch than they are on YouTube because a subscriber on Twitch is more like a subscriber on Patreon, whereas there's there's three different tiers and you have to pay a certain amount for each tier. And you want to, some people don't, but I do. I incentivize my viewership for like, okay, so tier one, you'll get every single song that I make right after I make it. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise they're going to have to wait like a year or two before any of these songs are released. Mm-hmm. Um, so the subs get a special section where they could listen to all of the songs that I've done so far this year. They'll get a 10% off for a 10% off code for merch. And I just threw in another one that's like a, I'll do a vocal tag for you if you're a producer because producers like to have their name on the beginning of a beat. Mm. Um, tier two, they'll get like a wave instead of the MP3 and I'll show them like my album art exclusively before anyone else. And then there's tier three. So you you just incentivize people for those for subscribing. Uh, so that's number one. Next up is a follow because a follow is just like a subscriber is on YouTube. Okay, okay. okay. And then when it comes to the to the viewers, it's, the viewers, it's it's kind of hard to say because some people have a lot of viewers in an empty chat. So it's basically an inactive viewership, you know, just a lot oh. of lurking and people that aren't really might not really be there for them. A lot you know? of people put it on their cats are watching it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, it's, it's really hard to say, man. But um, Cats can't type questions. They can only think evil thoughts. Exactly. <laughs> I, I know. I have one. He's, he's a terrorist. Joe had, <laughs> Joe had an evil cat earlier. Yeah, <laughs> you got I'll an get, evil cat? No, it was my roommate's cat. I was get, she's uh, She has long hair, and sometimes uh, poop gets stuck to it. And I walked out of my room, and I, I was Whoa. like, what feels weird in my sock? And Oh, sure enough. Whoa. I was just like, God damn it. Oh, <laughs> Are you sure that wasn't no. a hairball? Uh, it actually could be a hairball. It was wet and slimy and gr- I didn't look at it. I, it's not <laughs> my cat. So I rolled up. The, it was just like a, like a, like a runner carpet. So I just yeah. rolled it up and my, I left it outside my roommate's room. He'll take care of it. You know, yeah. just cat. Yeah, okay. yeah, hairball yeah. or dingleberry, we may never know. Yeah, and I threw the sock away because that just grossed me out. Yeah, that sock now is I done. Socks, you know. Dude, somebody in Pakistan worked for three hours to make that sock for you. Yeah, that took the cat three seconds to ruin it. <laughs> should make a website for matching sock, a matching sock database like oh i've got oh. this one and i don't have a matching pair <laughs> yeah would you would you trade somebody's lightly used sock just like just depending on how how, how light they've been used let me see how I faded the are they the sock. <laughs> you know that's actually I'm not, I'm not trying to veer off too hard but that, as i've gotten older i actually appreciate really good socks like I'm willing to spend money more than I ever would have in the past on what, good socks. What excellent socks are you buying right now? Um, there's some Adidas ones that I really like. It's um, I can only find them at the um, uh, this local shoe store, and uh, they're pretty expensive. They're like twenty dollars for like four pair. And, are they uh, super thick, or what's what makes them? No, no, they're super breathable. <laughs> they're just really comfortable. They don't lose their support over time, which I know that sounds stupid because the sock socks don't socks, support your feet. Nah, I don't know, man. Like I have socks to wear out, you know. Um, I'm a bigger guy too, so maybe that's probably why. But and I, I like socks that are breathable. 
comfortable. I like to not know I'm even wearing socks. You know, I don't know. I just, yeah, it's hard to describe. Like, I, I just know when I put on a good sock, I, it just feels right. Don't <laughs> don't try pantyhose. You might like them. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, sock I don't know. I'm just, it sounds like where that's going. They're <laughs> <laughs> just so breathable. <laughs> <laughs> they're sheer. It's like you don't even know they're there. <laughs> Support my knees. So with the, you're doing a Twitch. Or, <laughs> Way uh, off on bring, that one. Bringing us back. Yeah, um, bring it back. Um, no, I, I like the tangents though, Joe. So. Bring them on. Um, uh, Twitch, are you doing YouTube? Uh, YouTube uh, live? YouTube live? No, no YouTube live. No YouTube live. Joe because, could be doing a sock Twitch channel. <laughs> yeah. Just because you, with the Twitch affiliate, you, what they say is you're supposed to wait at least 24 hours before you post a video anywhere else. So mm. if you're to, if you're streaming on YouTube and Twitch at the same time, it's kind of like a breach of contract because you uh. sign a contract before you become affiliate. They're already locking you up, man. Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. But oh. I mean, I'm 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 small. I'm considered a small streamer. I'm barely about to hit a thousand followers. Yeah. So they wouldn't really mess with me. Yeah. But they don't is care. Is it worth the risk? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. So yeah. what? What about um? There's YouTube. No, because if you blow up tomorrow, then you don't want want to have any issues. Exactly. Yeah. And then there's face. I think Facebook has a live stream. Yeah, Facebook has a live stream too. So why did you choose Twitch out of the other? I, I want to say there's one other one I'm probably missing. Instagram has live too, but it's not like Facebook and YouTube. Okay. Maybe so you're thinking you of Mixer. Mixer is a Mixer. Mixer, well, it's, Mixer. Well, it's dead now. It lasted for like a year. It was like oh. a direct rival to Twitch. Oh, and they, wow. they they signed a bunch of like the top level like video game streamers. Like you know they had oh. like thirty million dollars to come over there. And then they shut down like six months later, and the people got to keep their money. <laughs> wow! And went right back to Twitch. Mm. Um, the thing that made me choose Twitch, I got an email one day from this distribution company, uh, United Masters, and they were having this conference, a digital music conference. This was in December, and um, it was on Twitch. So I was, as I was listening to the conference, I was looking in the chat, and I was like. Wow, there's a lot of interaction in here. You know, everybody's talking to each other, trading contact information. So this seems like a pretty cool place to network. Let me look a little bit deeper into Twitch because I had also heard about um, a couple of musicians that had signed, like, got like a million dollar deal with Twitch. And I'm like, dude, you, you make music. Like, why are you on this video game site? How, how are you getting paid from this video game site? So that just caused me to, to do a little bit more research. And I found the music reviewers first after I did the United Masters conference thing. So I was like, mm, let me submit my songs into them for playing. Cool. They played my music. They liked it. I started building with some people in there and networking with the people in there. And I was like, I wonder if they would watch me making music. So I started doing it and it just started growing from there. And I, that's really the only reason why I chose Twitch. I've had thoughts like mm, maybe i might try youtube do you think people want to watch me making porn yeah <laughs> not on twitch no, right can't do it on twitch. absolutely only fans <laughs> there you go no but that absolutely. is the porn right <laughs> i mean like producing like setting up <laughs> exactly you know what dude like there's people on on uh twitch that do video editing and, and photo editing mm -hmm. and stuff like that you know yeah so 
I was even telling some one of my buddies, I'm like, dude, you could do programming on there and people will watch hey. you. Yep. you know? Hey, Emmett. <laughs> what? Yeah, I didn't I told, say anything about I just told Emmett someday I probably want to do like a blockchain programming uh, live stream, but, or I, yeah. I think it would be stupid, but I would still do it. <laughs> no, that's not dumb. That's a niche. That's perfect. People are going to be there like, wait a second. They'll probably be asking you questions like, wait, well, why did you code it like that on this line? Yeah. Well, can't you just do this? Why didn't you use this? You know? Yeah. yeah. Tabs versus spaces. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Wait, you're taking a programming class too? Yeah, man. Yeah, I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. It was a prereq, man. We had to take um, C++. And I don't even know how I passed that class, but I passed it. Did you get a C plus? I got a C plus. <laughs> I got a C plus. And I was like, like every time I tried to code something, there was some sort of compiling error. I get into an infinite loop and I'm like, I'm looking at my friend like, no, your code what was whack. What did I do? My code was whack. <laughs> Horrible. I was like, dude, this is nothing like MySpace and coding my HTML page, man. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, Wait, HTML is great. Wait, what do you do, Joe? Software. Are you in the software engineering world or what do you? No, I'm an electrical engineer. Electrical, so I'm on the hardware okay. side. Yeah, okay. we're, oh, the wow. that, we're the ones that make everything work. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I gotta tell, See, I gotta tell my you my major. circuit board story one day. <laughs> Dude. Breadboards are the bane of my existence, man. Yeah. That's why I got out of EE. I was like, you know what? Year three and a half. <laughs> I'm never gonna wanna do this in real life. <laughs> I'm gonna hate this. I looked yeah. at the breadboard and I was like, I hate the look of those. <laughs> okay, so so me and me and Lim went to uh Saigon in Vietnam, right? Uh-huh. And they have these sexy cafes where um you get Vietnamese iced coffee, but the, there's a lot of waitresses around. And they're all wearing like lingerie and skimpy clothes, right? Mm-hmm. And that's it. They're just hanging around. They'll come sit and talk with you, you know. And and so obviously this cafe is full of dudes, right? They're all hanging around all day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look at all these guys. Motherfuckers don't have any jobs. What are, what are you doing hanging around this sexy cafe like us scumbags? <laughs> <laughs> and then some of these guys got laptops. Oh, look at this motherfuckers over here pretending to work and shit. He's probably on <laughs> Facebook. You know, what's this guy doing, right? <laughs> And so as you, you know, as you go, you know, as you're walking around, you come in, you go to the bathroom and stuff and you look at the computers like, yeah, that fucker's on Facebook. Uh, this guy's looking at a website over here. And then uh, one day I saw this dude, he was actually designing an electrical circuit board on like a CAD program. I'm wow. like, oh, cool. I'll be damned. This is the one guy who's actually working. <laughs> and I get some work done. If I remember correctly, you told me, I think it was that day before we went to that coffee shop, I think you said, yeah. What are these guys fucking programming computer boards? <laughs> sure enough, we fucking walked by some guy, and it was it was a bright, I think it was a bright green uh, um, circuit board. Yeah, on the screen. So uh-huh. then he was laying out the, I think the 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 routes for the electrical. The the traces, I think. Yeah, it was oh clearly like an God. AutoCAD kind of deal. Like, oh <laughs> yeah. my God. dude, it wasn't just fucking around. And it was like, Lim, I told you, I told you, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Found the one guy actually working. <laughs> yeah, man. No, the the EE lab that I had and the two computer science labs, and uh, not computer science lab, but um, uh, computer engineering lab that I had. I was like. Mm. Breadboards, man. No, mm. <laughs> oscilloscope. I don't care about you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so for your music, um, you know, in the old days, you'd want to get uh, picked up by a record company and they'd put out a record of your music, right? Mm-hmm. So that I'm guessing that's not how it works today. So it's realistically, kind of. Uh, well, so from where you're at, what would be an ideal fantasy of like getting to stardom? What, what would you know, if things could fall into place, what would happen? 
in well, this modern world? Because I don't understand the modern music world, right? Just um, <clears throat> actually everything that I'm doing right now, honestly, it just yeah. needs to stack. Everything needs to stack up on itself and keep on building up. Yeah. Just to be able to make a living off of music is perfect for me, man. Yeah. Just to be able to do that. I mean, but then getting signed is like you, you have to do all of this work <clears throat> nowadays before you get signed, really. You have to yeah. you have to show the labels that you could build and maintain a fan base before okay. they'll even look at you. So it's kind of like the label isn't like you're not looking to get signed so the label can do everything for you. You're looking to get signed so the label is more of like a uh, a partner, you know? Right. So That's you have to have the popularity first? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So just keep doing what you're doing, and ideally you'd become super popular. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And it's not even like <clears throat> super popular. That would be cool. Yeah. But just having, the peop- having consistent people there to listen to you, mm. you know? Dude, I want to be Dua Lipa popular. That's what I want. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I didn't know just how big <laughs> she was until, like, I started seeing her in the gym years ago, like, on the TV screen in the gym. Oh, okay. Dua so you're Lipa working out. Right <laughs> Where do you work out? <laughs> I want to go there. <laughs> yeah. LVAC, actually. You still, Chick Mike bench Tyson. is 200. <laughs> I met Mike Tyson in there. Uh, Silva goes to that gym. Uh, who else? Phil Ivey was in there. LVAC. The one by UNLV? No, the Love one, uh, actually, the one on on Eastern, 215 and Eastern. Oh, okay, yeah. Yep, yep. But it is the Las Vegas Athletic Club. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> a lot of people from the nightlife industry in there is like the popular gym. You got you to have eight bucks a month to be in that club. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a six-pack. You are you already have to have a six-pack before you step nah, in Nah, you could be out of shape. <laughs> you never get that feeling. You go in the gym and you're like, Everybody here is already fit, man. <laughs> you know what I see? So, you know, I'm in there trying to get uh, more fit and ideally buffer. But, you know, I'm 44, so it's not realistic unless you start doing some steroids or something. But you walk in Juice there. It up, bro. Yeah, but you walk in there like, you you know, you notice the big dudes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that guy's on juice. And then everybody else is like, man, that guy's ex-NFL. That guy, that guy clearly <laughs> used to be a running back. And then the other guys are like, oh, that guy's ex-military. He looks yep. like he's fairly fit and can kick somebody's ass. He's and got so, on a Simperfy shirt and shit. Yeah, so <laughs> it's like, you know what? I'm not going to try to compete with, you know, ex-athletes and ex-military. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to, you know, get fit and just like, you know, not, me, not be too fat is my goal. Give me regular dude, Bob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if my chest is bigger than my belly, then I feel like I'm winning. Yeah, exactly. You're <laughs> A-OK then. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's my afford, goal when I walk in there. You could afford like an inch overhang. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so it, so, it sounds like, like whenever I hear like people like you talking about like building this kind of uh, community, this brand or whatever, one one thing that I think is uh, important in general too is is that a lot of the success will be luck, but if you're not there ready to take advantage of that luck when the opportunity happens, you know you're not going to be able to capitalize on it. Like mm-hmm. if you keep up this grind, you know, eventually when an opportunity presents itself, you know, you'll be there and you'll be able to just grab it by the horns and go. Lately. And I think that I, I think it's a really admirable quality to be able to to work so hard to build something that isn't there yet, but you know it will be eventually. Well, thank you. That's why I go to the gym. So lately, um, Emmett's been using the phrase uh, "thrown raffle tickets in a hat." So with this podcast and like your work, also, so it's just 
doing your time, doing your due diligence. And when that luck happens, when your raffle, raffle ticket gets pulled, hopefully you're ready to blow up with that, with that chance or that one-time opportunity. And hopefully as, as, uh, if you do it for two years, three years, hopefully, uh, whatever, uh, one time, three times, five times that your raffle ticket gets pulled, hopefully. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's just, that's why they say the consistency is key. Cause you know, the more that often that you do it and if you don't stop, then the higher the likelihood is that you'll succeed at yeah. whatever it is that you're trying to do. It's just probability and statistics is yeah. mm-hmm. the way life works. In your, in your, with the stuff that you, that you do, um, take me through some of the things that you felt that you've learned through the prog- process. Meaning, uh, uh, for me with this podcast, uh, learning lighting and getting the lighting, it's still actually, this lighting is actually still not as good as I actually, uh, would like. Um, I have to actually fix lighting and, and post. Emmett will be too dark, so I got to fix him right here. Uh, me and you. Why are you going to make this all racial? <laughs> <laughs> I'm half Vietnamese, okay? I'm proud of it. <laughs> no, the, the extra, what is that? That's probably a foot and a half from the light. The extra distance is a huge difference on, on the. I'm on, here to represent brown people. <laughs> on, 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 Latin America, we're in. <laughs> on 4K video. <laughs> <laughs> did you say latinx <laughs> no never <laughs> um, i wish i could swear in spanish <laughs> i got you man yeah so yeah things that i, I feel that uh, as we're going day by day with this podcast almost every i feel like almost every podcast i'm learning something to refine make better or something is it on your line of work with making music and doing this on twitch do you feel your what what are you learning man it's <laughs> everything honestly because when i first started out all i wanted to do was just oh, i want to rap <laughs> i want to yeah. rap i was 15 years old and wanted to rap so cool i i can write but now what well i have to learn how to build a whole studio i started off with like a handheld computer microphone Mm. and you know ripping all the programs that i could off of torrents and i was like okay well now that i can rap and i know how to record myself well do i know anybody that has beats well i know one person but that's not enough i had to learn how to make beats myself so here it is like cracking out a song a day you need more beats exactly (laughs) so here it is after wanting to be become a rapper i had to become a producer and an engineer also because of that Mm -hmm. and now like it's it's really paid off now it's really paid off now and then starting to do the twitch thing it's like a a completely another aspect like wait if i become as famous as dua lipa can i just buy your songs and use them yeah okay yeah yeah that's (laughs) part of the material that's part of the game. That's a, you know, you have to be multifaceted, like as a, as an artist, if I was just a rapper, then that would be like my only stream of income. But since I, I produce, I engineer yeah. and that's two other streams of income that I have access to now. Yep. You know? Um, if you remember, if you, uh, can send me a song, if you could authorize me to use it, I'll use it for the intro of this video. Okay. Yeah. Well, hundred percent. Cool. hundred percent. Give this it video's going to get DMCA. Give it a rest. <laughs> I'm going to DMCA it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, so let's jump to a re- uh, kind of a topic off your bio. Uh, you had cancer, AML cancer, acute myeloid leukemia. Yeah. Sounds terrible. Yeah. So t- tell okay. us about it. 
Um, dude, it was it was really, really, really random. Yeah, really random. Uh, I was really active. I was going to the gym every day. I was working at the nightclub and I started to notice that I was just getting more tired than usual doing like regular stuff. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I'd be able to make it through a workout. But then when I walk up a flight of stairs, I'm winded. I'm like, it's kind of weird. You know, sometimes I'd be standing up and get like these dizzy spells or like if I'm sitting down too long and I stand up, I get this like major headache and like cysts would pop up under my arms. And I'm like, dude, this is weird. Let me, I'm going to the doctor. What age were you? 27, 27. So unusual. Exactly. Exactly, man. I'm going to the doctor. I went to three different doctors and the first two were like, oh, okay, well the cyst is just a hair follicle infection and nothing about me being like the, the tired, you know, the exhaustion. By the time I went to the third doctor, they were finally like, hey, let's uh, draw some blood here. Mm-hmm. So they drew the blood. And two days later, he's calling me like, hey, dude, go to the ER right now. Wow. <laughs> and was uh, sorry to back up. That was a three when you uh, when you went to the first and second. Was it kind of close in time? And then how long was the third one? They were about a month apart. Each okay. one was about a month apart. And then did you uh, on the second one? Did you go by yourself? Did you go because you just thought to get a second opinion? Did they mm-hmm. tell? Did the first one tell you to get a second opinion? No, the first one was actually an urgent care doctor. The second was a primary care doctor, mm. and then I switched primary cares and got the third. Okay, and then mm-hmm. between the second and third, it was only because you switched, or did you? Mm-hmm. So you? Oh, okay. So that was kind of a bit a bit lucky on that third. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I really did get lucky. So he told me to immediately go to the ER and he said your uh your white blood cell count is basically zero. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, how is that possible? I've been going yeah. to this night I've been working in the nightclub and going to the gym every day and yeah. not getting sick. Mm. Um so that night at the ER, it was dude, I couldn't make it from my car to the desk of the ER without like leaning over feeling like I'm about to pass out. Wow. So they do a bone marrow biopsy that night and the results come back the next morning. They're like, yeah, you have leukemia, dude. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? They were like, yeah. I'm I'm not laughing at at just, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. (laughs) 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 So yeah, man. um, Wait, so what, what makes leukemia? It's a type of cancer? It's a blood cancer. Okay, leukemia is a blood cancer. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's what I didn't understand. Yeah, it's a blood cancer. So it's not like, oh, you can get this tumor removed. It's like, no, this this originates in your bone marrow. Oh, learned a lot. I didn't even know that your your blood is made from the inside of your bones. I was like, that's news to me. What? Yeah, your blood is made in your bone marrow. Huh? Never thought about that. Crazy to me. (laughs) So it seems like a wacky way to do it. Exactly. Like (laughs) nature. (laughs) That doesn't seem like (laughs) I got all these other organs. I mean, like my bones. What the fuck? (laughs) My bones are sick. (laughs) That's why. Like, okay, if you break open a chicken bone or bone marrow, some places is a delicacy. Yeah. Go to certain restaurants; they serve up super nutritious, and it's uh, it's it's kind of brown, isn't it? Yeah blood yeah yeah Yeah, so um i got the bone marrow taken out and they told me the next day and he was like the doctor was like hey so uh when are we gonna start up this chemo (laughs) i was like uh let's do it asap because i know that uh juices and berries are not gonna help at this point because i already Mm. feel like i'm dying (laughs) and let me tell you dude after the first round of chemo i felt uh, like instantly better oh nice even though it was like 
I still felt shitty. It was a thousand times better than I felt before I was in the hospital. Wow. I threw up like once. Wow. You know? Okay. I did get this like weird gut infection that I found out later that was, was deadly. I didn't know at the time because at the time I was like, shit, anything is better than cancer. You know, huh. I just thought I had some diarrhea. Like, okay, whatever. I'll deal with that. Upset stomach. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> is that a separate thing that just happened to come along or it, it happened because of the, um, because with the chemo also, what that does is it knocks out the rest of your immune system. So you're way more susceptible to, to anything, anything normal that normal people like us now, like yeah. we have, bacteria and shit on our skin and everywhere yeah. that we just it doesn't make us sick but if you come in contact with someone with a weakened immune system it's gonna make them sick mm, so gotcha. right like during the beginning stages during the beginning of my uh, chemo treatment anyone that wanted to come in and visit would have to wear a mask glove gown and all that shit just to protect oh, me wow. not to protect yeah. themselves wow. you know so um yeah, dude. Uh, every time I did a, a round of chemo, they kept me in the hospital. So I did five rounds. So each round, they keep you in there for about a month because wow. they want to wait until your uh, until your neutrophils and your white blood cells get back up to in, a yeah. You know, in the hospital for a whole like yep. twenty. You were sleeping hours. there. Yep. Uh, yep. Wow. And had a room. <laughs> and then like family and girlfriend family would have to come visit you. Or, yeah. And and when they visit, they still had to be in a gown. And yeah, during the beginning, like, let's say like the first week of the treatment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yep. And then that was probably uh, I'm guessing you making music had some at was that a big point for you to make a lot more music or? Uh, yeah, it was a big point for me to get a lot more serious because I was like at that point, I was like, I'm never going to work another job again. I'm not going back to work security. I, I love like Tau Group, that, that the company that I worked for, it was a family, you know, it, it was very close knit, very family oriented. The people that I worked with, yeah. they helped me out a lot. Um, But I, I'm, I was like, no, I'm, there's no way in hell I'm going back there because that was just a wasted, just, just a waste. Because I went there, the whole reason that I started working there was so I could network and meet people to further my music mm. and i was like dude I've, I've been there for six years and like the music career has gone nowhere mm -hmm. so it's yeah. time to switch it up you're not hanging out in the vip with the rappers dude it's the crazy part is i was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i was definitely in the vip i was definitely doing that but it wasn't like the networking opportunity or my networking ability with them at the time wasn't up to par well, because then in that context, your 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 position is, you know, you're part of the service at this club. You're not exactly. You're not a fellow musician. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like the the vibe and the energy there is just completely different. Right. Anything you approach them with is going to get laughed at. Yeah, they're looking at you like, dude, like, you, yeah. we don't like a figure of authority. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like the secure the security? You're almost no, a cop. Man. Yeah, exactly. You look like the man in black. Like <laughs> Wait, so all this time you spend in the hospital, are you watching Judge Judy or what's the uh, uh I'm, the most of the time that I'm in there I'm spending making music yeah. and then the other part of the time I was just catching up on a bunch of my shows and stuff, man. Watching a bunch of shows, man. Um, but so uh just a uh, kind of a side story I'll connected a little bit my question to you is going to be kind of like was there any deep thoughts on just life but i i ask all these deep questions often but mm -hmm. so um about 
2005, Emmett and Joe just heard this story, 2005, 2006, I was in a car accident where I was going 80 on the freeway, back suspension broke, it went across, it, uh, it quickly served, swerved by itself on the freeway because the back suspension I know the story. turned the car. It hit an embankment, <laughs> flipped upside down. Luckily, I didn't hit any cars, but the car was in midair, and my life literally flashed before my eyes. And the, the one sentence, which I, it's kind of funny, but it's kind of, it is serious. Um, the one sentence, uh, the couple of, uh, let me say, a couple of visions that flashed before my eyes was my brother, my mom, some coworkers, and then I think my girlfriend at the time. And the sentence that, that went in my, my head was, I wish I was slightly nicer to everyone. So, or slight, uh, I was nicer, li- I was a little bit nicer to everyone, I wish. So that, that was a moment, like kind of, I, I guess, lately yeah. as I've been, uh, I think Emmett knows I try to really, I, tr- I mentally try hard, whether I accomplish it or not. I do try to be nice to people. <laughs> <laughs> so this effort is there <laughs> or the thought, the, the intention. <laughs> um, I'm just mad that I wasn't in your, uh, life flash. <laughs> oh, you, you shall, I would have been a little bit nicer, except to Emmett. <laughs> He's, fine. He's fine. He's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Got to be meaner to him. Uh, so the, I guess my question back to you is: Was there any? It doesn't have to be a life be, flash before your eyes, but was there any thoughts on the lines of having cancer? Did it change your perspective on life? Yeah, man. Yeah, especially with the, the like, especially with the job thing, dude. Like. I did that, that moment I made the decision. I, it was like the number one, for some reason, most frustrating thing to me is like, mm. dude, I wasted six years working here. Mm. And it was, it's like, okay, it, it wasn't a waste in some aspects, but for the grand scheme of where I wanted to take myself, it was like, dude, it was six years away. So I'm not going to oh, speak of the devil like that again. pretty pussy (laughs) this is what she does she's been sitting here she's been sitting here trying to get my attention pawn at me and shit yeah nice kitty asshole (laughs) so for our audio listeners joe's got a cat that just roamed roamed into his room his uh roommate's cat it's it's now taking up half his screen (laughs) (laughs) just showing some love yeah Yeah, i guess yeah i could see uh Probably not a waste to work there, but it, I think what you're realizing is it didn't get you closer to your goal. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What um through so the chemo was you said was uh, two months. Uh, uh it's, it's I stayed in there for a month at a time, but it was five rounds. Oh, five rounds! Mm-hmm. Holy shit! So, mm-hmm. uh, what uh which points were I guess even leading up to chemo itself? What points were the scariest for you in your hmm. where you thought potentially your life was on the line? Wow, man, that's a hard question to answer because it, it still seems surreal. Mm. It still seems so surreal. Even though it was three years ago, it still seems so surreal. And I guess that I felt like I felt more so like my life was on the line beforehand. Mm. You know, once I started doing the chemo, it was like, oh, well, everything feels a lot better now. So yeah, yeah. like everything's going to be OK now. You know, I started working out while I was doing the chemo, you know. Wow. Uh, the only thing is during that first month, uh, my appetite was shot, like n- literally no appetite. I couldn't eat a bite of food or anything. Mm. And then I had some edibles. That's uh, all that. <laughs> yeah. Is that a side effect of the chemo? Is that normal? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But the cr- another crazy part is uh, I lost like, I want to say 30 pounds after the first round. But then after the subsequent pounds, I gained about... 90 pounds. Hmm. Oh, wow. So, because they, they they shoot you up with steroids too. 
because some of the chemo, it's it makes you weak. It makes your right. your, your internal organ muscles weak. So they give you some steroids to help with that. Yeah. And um, I guess that's how I got bigger because I was still working out a little bit, but it wasn't like a, I wasn't doing crazy workouts. So you're saying I should do steroids? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of growth in there, too. I heard some good things about it. Some H- HGH. Yeah. Some HGH. I heard that was the more natural way to go. Okay, I'll take it all. Let's go. Arnold uses, you know. I I trust anything Arnold uses. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. He's a, he was the mayor and the Terminator. Yeah, I'm going to go flex that. on all these dudes at LVAC. <laughs> so uh, tell me, I guess I'm just lingering on the cancer thing. So uh-huh. right about the time when the doctor is suggesting chemo, mm-hmm. uh, what was going through your mind, maybe your family's mind, your mom, fa- uh, girlfriend? Man, uh, uh, they were just... They were just down to go with it, whatever decision that I made, you know. Uh, I had a couple of people suggesting to, you know, go a natural route or Ooh. do this, do that. And it's like, ah, uh, okay, well, look, I feel like I'm dying right now, so. <laughs> I'd rather live. Yeah, like, it's too late for juices and berries now. Like, yeah, we yeah. can do juices and berries afterward. But <laughs> right now, we need to do something immediately. So. Well, it sounded like it hit you pretty quick too, right? The from the, you know, you go to your third doctor and they say go to ER right now. Yeah, exactly. it's not a lot of time before you're. And it's not like, and that's why that's why it's acute. That's why it's AML acute because it comes on quickly. Like December, it wasn't like I was super tired or anything. Mm-hmm. Not in December. I, I just noticed. Oh, here's a cyst underneath my arm. What is this? Huh. You know. In the subsequent months, I I got diagnosed in May. I started noticing stuff in December. Yeah. So that's about six months. Right. You know, it, it was probably around March when I started feeling like super exhausted and like, okay, this is a little bit weird. Yeah, Easter does that to you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that one church visit a year <laughs> just takes it all out of you. <laughs> and then bunnies and pastel shit. Is there any um, kind of <laughs> suggestions if someone were to... Um, go through this, like what were some key indicators? Obviously the cyst, but mm-hmm. from your experience, was it, I don't know, was it the size of the cyst? Was it the coloration or it was just you being yeah. tired that really got you uh, to the, the ER? The cyst, number one, because those had never happened before in my life. So when they said hair follicle infection, I was like, well, mm. maybe there's some new growth, but I doubt that I've shaved my armpits before and never had a hair follicle infection. Mm. Like, so that was kind of weird to me. And then the, the, the tired thing, that's what really set it off. Cause sometimes I could be at my job, just standing there, just standing there. And I would feel like absolutely drained. Like I'd have to tap out and be like, yo dude, I got to go sit down in the back for a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was the weirdest. That would never happen to me before. So if you're feeling anything like that, that's go. Yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> just go. I think you just described being 44. <laughs> <laughs> you should be going every day. <laughs> a bit of a, a connected story, I guess, but uh, the ending, nothing happened. Well, anyway, so my brother, uh, when he was <laughs> Lim younger. Lim doesn't die at the end of the story. My brother doesn't die. Um, when he was younger at the age of, I want to say 24 and 20, 26, somewhere around there, he had a few times where he just passed out. He, he, one time, I think he was just going pee standing up and he just blacked out. And I think we, if I remember, I think we heard, I forget if, I think you were there. I think no, we heard, I would remember that. I think we heard a thump in the, in the, in the bathroom and, and, and I went to knock on the door like, Min, you're all right. 
And then um, it took him a while. And then he got to the door and he's like, oh, I passed out. He like completely fell. Mm. Um, there was like two other times. I want to say like three times. I might be wrong. Over the case, over the course of about six years, it was three times. I'm like, man, maybe you should just go ask a doctor. Like nothing ever came out of it except for by chance. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I don't think these are connected. Uh, about five to six to eight years later after that, mm-hmm. he had a, a tumor a uh a be, is it a benign tumor behind yeah. the eyeball benign mm-hmm. behind uh but i don't know if that's can, benign does it can it get large enough to affect things i actually don't know but the, benign means it's not spreading to your other organs yeah, yeah it's not isolated a benign tumor can be removed relatively safely and it's uh, not going to spread anywhere and okay so his sounds like a benign but it grew to the size of an eyeball behind his eyeball yes. so they had a i forget where they went through the i think the nose to cut it out and mm-hmm. oh my lord that sounds yeah yeah, yeah. So I back then when I told told them to, I, I don't know if they're connected at all. Mm-hmm. It's a six years. Of well, long. so but here's but the other still thing: had time to grow. <laughs> yeah, and bodies are weird, man. Like they don't react in the way you think they would necessarily. And no, you, but are, men, you, are you about to say McDonald's? No, I'm about to say men's <laughs> a weird dude too. Where he'll like he'll get off on like sleep deprivation. Like he'll sleep three hours. And then you'll be like, oh, I haven't slept in 28 hours. Like, fucker, go to sleep. Like, <laughs> no, I got to go jack in the box. And, and he, get yeah, it. he gets a, a high out of sleep defer, deprivation for some weird, weird reason. It's but, definitely but, a high. <laughs> he had too many jack in the box tacos. That's why he was passing out. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I've always advised him to sleep and eat a little more normally. And he's, he, he has persisted in being abnormal in his Gotta Sleep feed my other eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to grow a third eyeball, this is the trick. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, originally they were saying that uh, I went down to City of Hope in California because they were saying, okay, either we're going to do the chemo or we're going to do a whole like a, a bone marrow transfusion. Wow. So wait, how do you transfuse? Like, dude, <laughs> cut open all your bones or? Uh, they don't, they don't cut them open, but they do something to inject somebody else's bone marrow inside of yours. They clear your system out completely. That sounds like a really? yeah. I, I heard, yeah. I heard it's crazy painful, but I don't know yeah. anything else. I just heard that. Well, it sounds well, the, like they're, they're having to go into the bone. I mean, I, I can't imagine that that would be a sensation or a thing that our bodies have adapted to deal with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the bone marrow biopsies. Like I, I saw when, uh, Will Smith got it done on, what was that? Seven pounds. The movie, yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. "Oh, that looks horrible." When I got mine done, I was like, "Well, it's horrible, but it depends on the doctor." It's just like they they go into your back, and the needle is kind of thick. It looks like a like a turkey baster needle. Mm. Oh my and, um, yeah, you could feel the pressure when they're going into your back, but that's that's about the worst because they usually that's, numb you up with a bunch of lidocaine. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I, right. the actual process of the trans of the you know transfusion whole lot different Mm. and it's um this is the funny thing this is really funny right here this is where i learned that oh maybe having a pure bloodline does matter sometimes reason being we were looking for bone marrow matches right Mm. Uh, and they test your immediate family first but if all of your family if you're mixed then it kind of fucks up your bone marrow like you, you can't easily give it to another family member wait you know is this separate I mean? is this separate from blood type yeah it's separate from blood type oh because you to test a bone marrow what you have to do it's almost like a 23 and me you just spit in a little tube and you send it in mm. to see if you're a match but the purer your race is the purer your bloodline is like say if you're 100 percent italian 
then you're more likely to find a match because there's a bunch of 100% Italians out here. Italians, yeah. But how many people are like, what am I? I'm like 75% African from three different places and 25% European from three different uh, places. And I already said 100%, but 1% Chinese yeah. and yeah. like, Dude, I'm from everywhere. Like, it's going to be almost impossible for me you to find a match. Yeah. Exactly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they tested like seven or eight different family. And I have a huge family, dude. Oh. Nobody was a match. Oh, <laughs> Nobody wow. was a match. But are you calling your they, family a bunch of cheaters? Exactly. <laughs> 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 on, a, on a side note, oh, just a random uh, short documentary that I watched. Scientists were saying that uh, Mutt. Blood, mutt, uh, you're supposed to, most of them have better immunity, immune systems and everything. Mm. It's, it's actually mm. stronger when uh, they say like, if you could get somebody from like a, I don't know, if someone in America who uh, finds someone in a third world country, I don't know why I'm using that word, but someone that's their family lineage, there's nothing for generations ever connected mm-hmm. and you get them to have babies, the babies usually are stronger. That makes sense. That makes uh, sense because of case, the diseases and stuff, but. Yeah, but unluckily for this situation, it's bad. It's because it has the 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 bone marrow is like a hundred percent to do with with what do you call it like compatibility? Uh, to, you like, know DNA, RNA, and yeah. your your actual got to be the exact right formula. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right, right. I, I figure with technology though, in the next like twenty thirty years, they'll probably have something that's way easier. I'll tell you this: I'm half genetically Vietnamese and half Irish American, uh-huh. and my body is very what? confused as to whether it should be hairy or not. <laughs> so. Just hairy in some places, not hairy in other yeah, places. Like everywhere, yeah. This is patches. random. Yeah, we have a patch of hair here and there. Yeah. Ingrown Random hairs. cravings got, for potatoes. Yeah. yeah, I get it. No, those are persistent. That's normal. Yeah. <laughs> if Dalmatians only had hair in the black spots. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, bro! <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we jump uh, just uh, maybe t- out of body hair? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we should. Uh, well, do we want? Do we want to stay on cancer or? Would you uh, like yeah, to uh, just <laughs> live in your terrible <laughs> memories a little bit more? <laughs> or we can just painful part of your life. It's it's crazy, man. Like to to reflect on it though, because and it's good to reflect on it yeah. because it puts everything into perspective, mm. right? It puts everything in perspective and it makes you appreciate what's going on right now. Because I tell you what, dude, I work out every day. And most of the reason I work out every day is so I can tell, hey, am I getting a little bit more tired than usual? (laughs) If I'm getting a little bit more tired than usual, I'm going to the doctor quick. (laughs) No, that's good. Yeah, you're giving yourself a solid baseline to understand your own body up on, you know. So, yeah, exactly. So is there a possibility of it coming back? Is that why? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, and they say, um, okay, this is what they say about it. They say after five years, you're in the clear. Mm, okay. That's yeah. what they say. So it's like, okay, I'm at year. Well, I guess I had my last treatment in January 2019. So this is almost three years. Nice. So I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling good. Yeah. And then, so, so do that, you, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's all right. Do you uh, check your white blood cells up frequently then? Or? Yeah. Um, it used to be like every three months. Now it's just once every six months. Right. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they check for white blood cells and then they check for your platelet count too. Because your platelet count, if that gets low, you're you're all messed up. Was that what you were going to ask clock. you? Yeah, actually it was. I was going to ask like what's the oh, continuing genius. process of. Yeah. <laughs> you're a very smart man. <laughs> I learned from you. I learned from the best. <laughs> Be- beat you by a fraction of a second. <laughs> I, I agree with you about kind of 
thinking deeper into the um, some of the life situations to try to extrapolate meaning of life for for thyself. Like, like I I know everybody's gonna be different. Like, what makes Emmett happy? What makes Joe happy? What makes you happy? It's just things. Socks. Yeah, you know, socks. Yeah. <laughs> socks and, and no cat poop. Socks and no leukemia. Yeah, facts. <laughs> but I, I think it's sometimes the big events that happen to bring quicker clarity, and it's worth it to dive into those. Like the car accident thing. I, I it was just weird. Yes, last podcast, like two, three days ago, was when I made that connection where I constantly, I constantly try to talk about me being nicer to people, at, at least not taking more than I, not taking more than I, well, not giving as much as I take, trying to give a little bit more than I take. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to give more than I take, but giving a lot more, I think that would drain my energy. But, um, <laughs> dude, imagine where you could be if you got in a lot more car accidents. <laughs> dude, I also had a second car accident <laughs> like six years ago, broke my ankle five years ago. That but, one just pissed you off. Yeah, that actually that that actually took me took me the other way because I was kind of it, it pissed me off because the insurance companies try to fuck you, the lawyers try to fuck you, it just humanity. It's kind of a weird thing. I understand it, but it's just it's odd from it. I think from an emotional standpoint, the guy Got that addicted hits, to oxycodone. Uh, well, big pharma trying to uh, get you addicted to drugs, and then the guy the guy that hit me like you never talk to the guy he never says sorry like you never meet the guy i I don't i understand i understand it probably wouldn't be good because you would punch him in the throat i i would just break his ankle (laughs) (laughs) look what you did to me i actually i still actually i think back then i actually thought of the the sentence i actually just want him to at least see to understand my pain so that he could be a safer driver that's actually the thing that i said back then to Mm. myself I didn't want to. Mm. I didn't want harm on him. I just want him to be a safer driver because he ran a yellow light and ran. I wanted to burn down his fake church. <laughs> <laughs> I was going through. <laughs> I was going. Through <laughs> I was going through a green light. He had a yielding yellow, and he. I was going straight, and he just went bam. It was like almost a head-on collision. Um, it broke my ankle, and I was just kind of pissed and kind of lost a little bit. Well, no, I fractured his leg in many places, like shattered his ankle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really bad. (laughs) You can't tell when you saw me walking, but like I, if I go for a long walk, I I pay for it the next day. I'm, I'm, uh, it's getting a little bit, it's not as bad as it seemed a couple years ago. It's, I've been taking a lot of vitamins, but I don't, it, it's a dead bone. And you, it, it doesn't regenerate now, so it's a oh, permanent problem. Like it's, it's just gonna get worse and worse through time. But um, where was I going with that? Uh, You're gonna end up with a blade leg. It's gonna be awesome. It's the I, future. No I, more crip walking. <laughs> <laughs> if I mean, if that ends up being it, then it sounds better than a peg leg because peg leg, um, that then I you you have to walk with a limp. With a peg leg. <laughs> yeah, nobody <laughs> does peg legs anymore. You get blade legs. Uh no, huh. I've never seen a person with a peg leg. No, not an actual peg leg. But when you see someone with a cane and you see them, yeah, walking a certain way, they made of they might have had that same bone broken and they got their bones. Oh squeezed. yeah, yeah. No, you're gonna upgrade to the blade leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so yeah, re, uh, where was I going with all that? Reflecting on life. Uh, yeah, that second one kind of pissed me off. That kind of took a little bit of uh, anger, more anger towards humanity. Oddly, maybe I'm just getting older and se- senile. See. Cynical? No, Cynical. that's a, that's Cynical. a fair reaction. Cynical. <laughs> I, actually, I actually just posted um, a link in the chat after the podcast is over. You guys should watch it. It's footage oh. of me getting T-boned from a bus stop camera 
<clears throat> and I got completely fucked. Even though there was camera footage and the cops determined it wasn't my fault. He yeah. ran a red light. I wound up on the hook for like five grand. What? Yeah, it was absolute bullshit. I was never more angry in my life just because like I did nothing wrong and I followed yeah. all the proper procedures and I just got completely fucked. So I know how that feels, you know. I thank God I wasn't injured, you know what I mean? Like wait, like so my, who, neck, my neck who, was fucked up for a little while, but But who charged you five grand? Or is that uh, your medical bills? No, no, I didn't have any medical. Well, I mean, th- so they covered all the medical shit. Um, yeah. That wasn't a big deal. The problem was is that um, while they were, while the other guy's insurance company was investigating, I went through them because I was like, oh, there's camera footage. The police said it wasn't my fault. It's straightforward. Oh, yeah. They'll just pay me out, fix my car. We'll call it a day. Yeah. Well, they they couldn't get a hold of their own customer, the guy, the guy that was driving the car. They could not uh-huh. find him. So I was incurring... $50 a day for a car rental for three months. Mm. And Ooh. and and then they, they wound up saying, that's unreasonable. We're not paying that. Okay. Even though they were the ones that were intentionally dragging their feet. So, like, yeah. this footage was found within a week of the accident. The police report was within two weeks. And yeah. they, they still spent three months of just dicking around saying, we're still trying to get a hold of our client. We're still trying to get his side of the story. Which, yeah. in my opinion, shouldn't even matter at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. the footage is clear as fuck, you know, and the police were like, yeah, he ran a fucking red light, you know. Then he and, ran out of the country. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, in retrospect, I should have just gone through my own insurance and had them fight to get the money back. Uh. But I thought it was going to be so clear cut. And I guess I had too much faith that, you know, it would you just can't trust smooth. an insurance company, bro. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, well also, he had, he had one of those insurance companies. He was from California. He had one of those insurance companies that like. It was called like the general or something like that, and they deal with like high oh, risk for the general, general that have DUIs. Check. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like they're like a shady insurance company. To be. It was not like I was dealing with Geico or State Farm or Allstate yeah. or some shit. I was every, dealing with some random fly by night California insurance company. And yeah, every insurance company's goal is to collect your money in case you have a terrible situation, and then when the terrible situation comes around, their goal is to not pay you. Yeah, Facts. exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So you should I was go, on the hook for my entire car rental bill, which was you very You should go burn down a general building. <laughs> At least one. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, it's and there insured. Was one, there is one I really do. I was like, hmm. And I thought yeah. about taking the small claims court, but then it turns out that would have been a whole battle in on itself. And it's Here like, you go. Yeah. You know what? Go get general insurance, right? Switch from your company to general and then go accidentally drive into their front door. <laughs> 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 then you win. <laughs> Yeah, fucking insurance. <laughs> yeah, dude, insurance companies are whack, dude. But do it while you're wearing an army helmet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, because they actually had like a little general icon. Yeah, they like, do. Like, yeah, yeah, wear that helmet and then go crash into their front in this front of their store. Yep, that'd send, be fantastic. Send me that link on Discord. Oh, I will. I will. I put it in the chat for the Zoom too, but I'll send yeah, it on Discord. Yeah, Discord it's a good video. Like I said, one of the chats. Whenever we're done, you guys should all watch it. It's very fun. Cool. Wait, we're going to watch Joe get wrecked? Well, there's a tweaker at the bus stop, too, and his, his reaction to the whole situation is pretty great because he's sitting there just tweaking the fuck out. And, you know, my car gets T-boned and, like, like, like 180s right into the bus stop, and you can see him. He's on crutches. He's like, what the fuck? And he told me, too, he's like, don't tell the cops I was here. I'm like, I don't even know who you are. They beat me up and broke my here. legs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's your name again? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, bro, well, this character now I want to know his story. <laughs> Should have followed him around. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 for real. He's, he seems like quite the character. <laughs> 
or he attracts danger. <laughs> yeah, uh, one or the other. <laughs> Let's uh, jump topics to Mark uh, Marquee and Tau. Did you work at Marquee? Yeah, Marquee and Tau. It was uh, I got hired for Marquee, but then I was working over at Tau every now and then too. Right. So if you're working in the nightclubs in Las Vegas, making all this money, living the life, quit now. You're wasting your time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what years were you working at Tau or Tau and Marquee? It was from 2012 to 2018. Okay. And then uh, you said you you worked at Mark or you're doing part-time at Tau. Is that what you said? Or what did you say? Well, it it was, it's all the same company. So it's Tau Group. That's right. Yeah, it's Tau Group. Um, So it's Tau, Marquee, Lavo, Beauty and Essex. And they have a bunch of other properties and restaurants in New York mm-hmm. and Sydney, all around now. That might be the same exact years that I worked at Cosmo. I worked at I worked at Cosmo. I was a software engineer for Cosmo. Emmett uh, worked the bars there. Dude, I knew you guys looked familiar. Yeah, hanging around. What bar did you work at? Uh, I was on call for a lot of it. Uh, Vesper on Graveyard for three, for three years. Okay. And the Opium Show for a little bit. Okay. Maybe I saw you on the employee bus sometime too. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I was actually, I actually been working for Cosmo since before it opened. I was, uh, I was working at the clothing store at All Saints. Oh yeah. Oh, yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Nice. I, I probably only uh, went to Marquee like probably three, two or three times. Yeah. Um, I think I walked in there one time before Emmett got a job there. I actually tried to contact their manager and say, "Hey, I, I have a, I have a cousin that bar t- that bartends. Can we, can you get them in there?" And they didn't, they didn't hear me out because I'm a software engineer. What if, what yeah. they, who are you? Why are you coming in here? So, yeah. yeah. Um, tell, tell me some stories about Marquee Tao or just your experience. Oh man, it, it was uh, active, very active. <laughs> you know, at like. It's hard to pull out one moment when there were so many moments. Like there's so many times when the club has been so packed that you can't even move. Like your security mm-hmm. and you're trying to direct people, but you can't move because it's like a sea of people mm-hmm. and you're just stuck there. Yeah. You know? That happened when when Drake came, when Fetty Wob came. I got to do security for people like Nas, Common, Migos. Um, this was Migos back in the day before they really got as big as they are right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Is Fetty Wap still big? You know what? No, he He's had that. Out. He he had one of the most amazing summers of any artist. He had yeah. like I want to say it was like four or five number one singles in the course of like three months. Yeah. So that's exactly why we had him there for New Year's performing, and it was so yeah. packed. You know, it, it's all you would hear is Fetty Wap. In the club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, who else? I've done security for DJ Mustard. Um, if people, if, do you happen to have any advice for uh, people coming to Vegas that want to like party in the nightclub scene? Is there any advice from the stuff you've seen? Um, make friends. <laughs> uh, number one. Number two, uh, pre-sale tickets. If like, if you really want to get into the club, most of the clubs out there have pre-sale tickets. Get a pre-sale ticket, you're guaranteed entry pretty much as long as you're in the dress code. And dress code is like, it's kind of strict, but not that strict. You just have to really be presentable and make sure that everything is like, like you dressed up like you came to go out tonight, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, other but the, than that, don't, don't do anything stupid. You can't do drugs in the club, man. You cannot do drugs in the club. Also, no weed is legal. You can't do it in the club. Not yet. <laughs> Unless you're Snoop Dogg, exactly. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> no, but the other thing you can't do is uh, come on a budget. 
Like going mm-hmm. to a Vegas mm-hmm. nightclub is to go blow a shitload of money. Yep. Like if you don't have a thousand dollars to blow, don't do it. Just just don't hang out at this place that's gonna cost you a lot of money, mm-hmm. right? So I've been poor. I've, I've been in college. I've you know I've had you know low paying jobs. I didn't have money in the bank. I don't go hang out at nightclubs when I ain't got no money, right? Mm-hmm. So if you want to go to the most awesome place on earth, this is a, a club that takes money to get in and, and have fun at. Mm-hmm. You is know, it, if a, a thir- if a thirty dollar drink sounds terrible to you, don't go there. Go across the street and you get a five dollar drink. Right? So go to a dive bar. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Go downtown. Is a thousand dollars really an actual like suggested? Uh, Dang man, mark? I mean, if you if you think if you think about it, maybe it might cost you like. If it's a a good weekend, then maybe it might cost you as a dude a hundred bucks to get in, and then maybe twenty thirty dollars a drink. And let's say you're buying rounds for a lady friend too, that's sixty forty to sixty dollars a round. You guys do four rounds, that's what like two forty. Yeah, and, you know, you know, a thousand dollars would be comfortable. But that's general admission, like that's you hanging out with the cattle. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You, don't, you don't have a table. You don't if have you a bottle. Want to get a you're table. Not, you're going to need more than a thousand dollars. You're going to need more than a thousand if you want a table, man. You got to you got to really come with it. Yeah, but um, you're you're trying to hang out where the rich people are playing. Exactly. Right. So if you want to hang out with the rich people, I think the two times I think it was both times that I went to Marquee was because like I knew somebody that had a free ticket or something. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. I and then I don't drink really. So. I, yeah. I go in and try to be on the cheap anyways, not because if I like to drink, I probably would have spent some, but I, I wasn't really much of a drinker. So yeah. yeah so to hear oh, a thousand, dude. I, damn. Dude, playing it, playing it the local way is totally different though. Like playing it the local way. We, we went, to, <laughs> we went to every club with no money in our pockets <laughs> because, you know, working in the industry or just knowing people around in the industry on the industry nights, which is, you know, the weekdays, mm-hmm. certain clubs will give you comp bottles. So yeah. You know, you take advantage of that. You have a comp bottle, a comp table. Well, now it looks like you're the shit. And there's going to be out-of-towners there just because it's industry night and locals are free. The out-of-towners are still paying. So see what you can scoop up there. And that was the game. <laughs> yeah, but because they're going to come to your club and, and get the same. Exactly. You know, so you're trading because you're in the club. Now you're in the club. Exactly. <laughs> it's like I go to, I go, oh, I'm going to date myself because surrender is closed, but I would go to surrender <laughs> on a Wednesday. Oh, and the, then see the same girl in the, on the club back, on Friday on back, the same dress. Back road, uh, what is it? Surrender. Is that is that is that a main? Was that the win? Yeah. Oh, okay, is that the okay. win? I was thinking. Okay. Is that the win? It's shut down now. And as long as I went there, I never noticed all the symbology in there. It's basically uh, the whole theme of surrender is uh, is like Adam and Eve and Satan getting cast out of heaven. Mm. Like if you look in there, there's a, a huge serpent behind the. Um, behind the um, the bar yeah and then if you look up at the ceiling all you see is like these like mannequins like bodies and they're like falling out of the sky so it's like the fallen oh. angels it's like and then uh if you look at the name of surrender they had an apple and a snake on the s and i was yeah. like wait a second i've been going there for five <laughs> years before i noticed so i was like well this is why i have so much fun here no wonder <laughs> yeah, that's cool i like that <laughs> I'm going to kind of say a story, then you can uh, let me know what you think about it. So I used to, I play guitar. I have, I don't play very often. Um, I started playing guitar when I was probably 13 or 12. And then I got into my first band probably when I was 15. Mm -hmm. And that was probably the, one of the most 
and still today one of the most awesomest experiences ever to play in a band when you connect with as a guitarist with a drummer and a bassist and then a vocalist and then maybe another guitarist typically a five for me was four or five man band and man when you when i connect with with people musically there's nothing there's nothing nothing on earth like that so as from your perspective on making hip-hop music what when i say this story what what does it make you think rap of? battles yeah yeah i could <laughs> no, i could absolutely it. relate because i mean I'm, i've never been in a band but i've had a few jam sessions because i've tried to learn how to play the guitar and it's it's like that but being a solo being a solo act and doing it all myself it's it's kind of weird because you are the band you're so, the composer yeah exactly exactly so it is a great feeling you get this it's a high when you can put together the right thing when you feel like okay this song is missing something it just needs one thing and then it's like it comes to you out of the air you know that's a rush that's an adrenaline rush a huge adrenaline rush and then when you finish the whole entire the whole entire piece and listen back to it it's as long as it comes out good it's 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 no other feeling like that yeah yeah it's like you have all these little babies out here it's like they're your kids <laughs> what, what if you make the best song ever tomorrow then do you have to quit or do you just have to make all these other suckier songs after that just keep on going <laughs> just keep on going because <laughs> sometimes i used to feel like that man i used to feel like damn like dude this song is dope and then yeah. like for the next few months i'm like man i'm not making anything as good as this <laughs> yeah. but I feel like the longer I've done it and the longer I've been at it, I'm able to consistently get to where I'm like, oh, okay, well, this one's just dope in a different way. Cause it's almost like, like chicks, like, okay, like, look, in my opinion, there is no like most beautiful woman on the earth. Like, no, there's a lot of women that are just reached the pinnacle of beauty in different ways. Like, yeah. yep. Cause it's like, ah, oh, man, I can't call you more pretty than her when she's like, you guys are both the same, but different. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's exactly how I feel about my songs. It's like, you guys are the same, but you're different. Like, but a couple, some of them still stand out. You yeah. still have a few standouts that you, you know, you show more favor toward. Right. So younger, you, um, I'm going to try to ask what, what do you take from your youth and or your young eight or from your youth? Young Gary. What does young Gary, what do you take into music? That's where I'm going to go with this. But uh, so earlier you mentioned uh, you you were taught to read at the age of three. Mm -hmm. Do you think there's any, anything through that history that kind of carries into music for you? Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. It's just the, uh, the hunger and the thirst for knowledge makes it a lot easier to come up with words because when it came to music, I was, um, just as studious with music as I was about, you know, reading, you know, I, I, I studied the, the history of hip hop and not only hip hop, I studied all genres. Like when I got into, when I get into a genre, I, I go deep. So I was really into everything and it, and it's, it really makes my sound more eclectic. People can't quite put their finger on it sometimes. Like they say, oh, you sound like this, 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 and this together. You know, this sounds kind of like rock, but it's not because you're rapping and then you're singing on the hook. And, you know, it's a mix of a few different things, almost like K-pop, but not really, because there's this, they, they have a distinct like when K-pop switches genres in the song, it's very distinct. 
with me, I kind of blend things together, you know. So Plus, I'll they put, got better hairdos than you. It way better hairdos <laughs> than me, man. It, it looks like somebody painted on their hair. I'm like, damn, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, so mine's more b- a blend. Like, I might use some like rock guitars with like an, an EDM bass and then a hip hop drum pattern. And then I'm rapping on the song, but then on the hook, I might be singing. So it's like, what genre is this even really? Well, it's it's rap because it's the main basis is rap, but it's a bunch of different stuff in here, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, can you name 30 different uh, bands that you take inspirations from? Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Rod Stewart. Sometimes it's hard to start. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to get it started, but let's let's start off. Let's the basics. Let's do Kanye, Jay. Let's say Dr. Dre for his production aspect because he's he's like bar none. Biggie, oh, Tupac, yeah. Radiohead, Pink Floyd, Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, System of a Down, um, Van Morrison because his writing was crazy. Um, who else? Jimi Hendrix. What about more recently? Besides Radio, oh Nirvana, of course. Mm. Oh my Man, goodness, how can I forget about who Nine Inch Nails? Thirty years ago, to go more recently. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor, specifically. Oh my God. He's so dude. Dude, Trent is insane. Dude, I'm telling you, man, he's he's insane. He's crazy. And you know, the, he does the, film scores too now. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. man. That's actually, why. That's actually, especially him, why. Him and one of the other nine inch guys, they they're both like huge film composers now, and it's just like what? Yeah, they, they did the. Uh, they did the network and some other shit. The network, the one about Facebook. The network. Oh, yeah, they right. did. They're that no one. Rob Zombie. Come on. Yeah. Trent, <laughs> Trent, Trent recently did the. Uh, I think. I think he did the Spiral movie with Chris Rock, the Saw spinoff. Oh shit! That came out already. Yeah. I yeah, didn't even Chris know. Chris Rock and Sam Jackson. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did that. And, He's been doing a lot of stuff. Or no, that might be the other Nine Inch Nails guy. I don't know. Either way. Because I, I recognize crazy. a lot of like the I re- I recognize a lot of like the audio themes and I looked it up and I was like, that explains it. There you it's go. Like, Dude, this sounds like the downward spiral. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like, <laughs> okay, I hear this. Yeah, that's that's one thing I really love about him because Trent Reznor's range is just ridiculous. It is. Because if you listen to like I want to say that he basically invented industrial music. Yeah. And if you listen to industrial, dude, there's elements. There's a lot of hip hop elements in there. There's a lot of, yep. dude, he created the, uh, here's one. He created the film score for, uh, not film score, but the music for Doom, I think it was. Yeah. Was it Doom? Yeah, the, it the Doom. movie? No, the or video the game. game. The yeah, video no, game back dude, in the day. That, no way. Yeah. 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 And all yeah. the Doom games slap with their fucking soundtracks. Yeah. Straight up. So yeah, those are the people that I really draw inspiration from. Prince, you know, people who a lot of a lot of the people are people who like do everything. You know, is dubstep dead? Nah, <laughs> nah. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's I don't I don't think it's I don't think it'll ever be as hyped as it was back in the day when it first came out. But okay. yeah, exactly. It's evolved. It's evolved a lot. Nice. Um, evolved. Into I didn't it. name any EDM artists, but I, I really love all genres of music. It's just that you know, in the club. I'd listen to EDM all day. All. <laughs> and sometimes it's like, I don't know one artist from the other one, but I love this song. Yeah. <laughs> all of their songs feel good. What's your intuition on the future of music in essence? So when I think about like back in the day, say if I listen to no effects, Aerosmith, any of these bands, you buy a CD and you listen to all 15, 12, 15, 20 songs mm-hmm. and you know, 
every song from that that album. But nowadays it's it's like you download one song from a from one band and then you might hear another song. So it's just a huge buffet of mm-hmm. music. Uh, what do you what's your intuition on how will the future be with technology and music? I feel like every every consumer has a different goal. But for the most part, when it comes to putting stuff out to the masses, it's going to be like, okay, people just want to hear this one song or these two songs. But your core fan base is always going to want to hear your complete project, your complete work. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know? And there's so many different things that are happening with music right now that it's kind of hard to say, especially with the blockchain getting involved. It's... Uh oh, it's kind of my favorite topic. Kinda deep. Oh, <laughs> Lim just got a boner. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Lim's gonna go nuts. <laughs> Wait, before you go there, I would say that there is also a different difference about that time because you're talking about a pre-internet time. Mm-hmm. Before the internet, like you came home from school, there's the stupid television on. If you got a new CD, that is literally the exciting new thing in your life. And there's not a million yeah. other options of things you can go look at right now. Exactly. It, it, I think there was a less complicated world and and less options and less distraction. And you didn't have a fucking supercomputer in your pocket yeah. that can access the entire digital world. It's it's insane what can happen in your pocket. So until, that, until it, you discover torrents, of course. <laughs> yeah. But, but that pre-internet world, like if you had an album, that was the fucking exciting thing. Yeah. And you would listen to it, all of it, over and over again, because that was that was what you had, right? Uh, the minute you finished that album, you didn't have some next thing to go on to. So, of exactly. course, you're going to listen to it again. Yeah. So. Exactly. That's very true. I think it was a different time. Oh, yeah. Those times are long gone, too, unfortunately. Like, that, that era of music consumption, I don't think it'll ever be recreated or recaptured. Because mm-hmm. uh, even today, whenever they say album sold, yeah, they they have metrics to determine like a thousand plays on Spotify. That's like the equivalent of like you know, ten albums sold or whatever. You right. know, like albums just aren't getting sold like they used to be. And you know, I I don't think that people listen to everything that on average your average listener probably doesn't listen to an entire album. I guess <laughs> on mm-hmm. Spotify, you know what I mean? Like it gets put yeah. into their mix. Certain songs do. You know, the more hype songs, if you want to say it like that, but. Well, they're wasting their time listening to this bullshit, too. (laughs) 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 To kind of add to what Joe's saying, I think the last album that I've that I tried, quote unquote, tried to actually listen to at all was 21 Pilots because I happened. There's like I think there's four songs on one album. I'm like, damn, I love all four songs. Like Mm -hmm. I should go check out this one album. Mm -hmm. Um, I ended up actually liking the majority of that album. So I I, I just think it's I guess I'm saying that because I feel in the last, gosh. I thought it was going to be Billie Eilish. <laughs> 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 I want to say over, gosh, has it been 20, probably 20 something years before I've listened to, that's the first time in 20 something years to listen to an album. Now yeah. I've listened to songs here and there, uh-huh. right? not an album. So yeah. did you, did you the discover way that we some other stuff has changed completely. So yeah. What was that? Did you discover some other songs on the album? That yeah. Yeah. Like? Yeah. Okay. I li- actually, that whole album I thought was pretty decent. Yeah. But I, that kind of makes me almost sad that. I kind of, I don't know. Do I wish I would dive into more albums? I don't know. Yeah. I don't, so well, It's a good thing you're not a Gary fan. You'd have to listen to 100 songs this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So gear and up, buddy. back it's catalog. <laughs> <laughs> if you drive across country, you can listen to everything. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I I used to be the guy that would listen to an album a day. I try to listen to a different album a day. I try to find you know mm-hmm. the classics, or if I like this artist in particular, I'm trying to listen to their whole entire discography from front to back, see where their state of mind was with this project. But the last two years, I haven't been listening to anybody's shit except for mine and the people that I know. Are the you, people that I come into contact. Are you allowed with. to sample uh, video game noises? You know what I do? Like, if I'm talking about mushrooms on a song, I'm gonna use the Super Mario noise. So yeah, they might sue me one day when I get big enough. But for now, eh. no. What I'm saying is, if you're going for the Twitch audience, then you could be sampling Call of Duty or whatever is the most popular games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would, would that excite that audience? I think so. Okay. Especially if a song was, if a particular song got popular there, yeah. Like yeah. there's a, there's a, there's a, some streamers that stream games and then maybe they'll like sing while they're playing the game. Mm. Somebody will make a clip of that and yeah. then that'll be popular, yeah. you know? So it's like, Hey, you could memeify yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like to call it. No, you know, I, the quicker you could turn yourself into a meme, the more chances that you have of mm. getting yourself out there to the masses. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude. Memeing yourself is a huge business these days. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm struggling with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like well, that's the thing too. To. Is, is memes are decided by the people. You could try all you want, but if it doesn't stick, it doesn't stick. You know, yep. the internet decides what's meme worthy or not. And yeah. I don't know. For, also, uh, Gary, I would I would like to say really quick. I just looked into it because you kind of blew my mind, and I wasn't really sure what you were talking about. Oh, I did not realize. Yeah, Trent Reznor did Quake. He did oh. Doom, Doom Three, Doom Eternal. I, I can't believe that so many banger songs I've heard over the years playing those games. Yeah, dude. No idea. It's crazy. That is amazing. <laughs> Are you talking about the original PC Doom game? Yeah. He did, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did those. Yeah. He did Quake. Even Was he four years old when those came out or what? Me? No, Trent. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I was. I was four years old in a lot of the games. When, when did Quake come out? 1993. I didn't have it. Actually, I have it pulled up right here. Jesus, bro. Yeah. I remember doing the Doom soundtrack Doom. since then. Dude, Scottie Pippen was still playing basketball in 93. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have six rings yet. <laughs> so totally like a tangent on the what's the future of music. This is my crazy utopian thought. Uh-huh. With the idea of universal basic in- income as as our government is maybe trying to look at it, maybe. Mm-hmm. I have no if, idea where you're going with this. <laughs> if, if, if in the... If it say, I don't know, five or 10 years out and it does happen safe in universal basic income happens in America. What I actually look forward to on that is more time with family and more time for creative arts, music. Mm-hmm. So I actually, this is some, this is, I don't know. This is my theory. So we, when we get to universal basic income, if we get that, and then we get freedom of time to create a lot of music, I think the, the, the value, like buying music, will go out the door because we already have a universal basic income to hopefully pay for home and food. But I think a lot more music will be no, made. No, Kanye still wants money. I, I think that I, I, I'm theorizing that will slowly come down as as even as we see YouTube starting to come down. And as in the people still make a lot of money, but a lot of the top people are saying they're they're cut. They're getting cut out a lot of money, too. Mm. OK, so they used to make. $40 million and now they're making $10 million. It's still a lot of money, mm. but that's the top, top people. Imagine the people down in the middle that isn't it, that just YouTube keeping more money. Isn't that just a business keeping more of the money? Potentially. Okay. So I think with the universal basic income that can facilitate more arts, more time in arts, more time, in the family, more time for fun. 
but that also brings, I think, the value, the, the monetary value of it down. But that doesn't mean the the emotional value goes down, in my opinion. Exactly. Mm. So exactly. that that's kind of my utopian thought of, of, of it. You want people to love Gary's music and not pay him for it? Well, if if Gary has enough money to sorry, live. man. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I might be I I would probably if that I think podcasting would potentially come to that too, where it would be less money in podcasting. Yeah. So I would still I think I would still do, if I had money for home food, home and food, I would do this for free. Okay. You know what? I think uh, I'm only here trying to get rich. Okay, because <laughs> I, I think that's a great idea. Because okay, at least for the people who are actually passionate about what they do, because mm-hmm. you have a lot of people that are making music just for the Rod money. Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> so Fuck that the people that are <laughs> the people that are doing it just for the money, they wouldn't have to worry about the money anymore. So maybe they wouldn't do it. So this would just leave room for the talent exactly to actually yep. be there. Yep. Yep. You know, because I, I like that w- when I played um, when I played music with some uh, some of the drummers, I play with some of the basses. Just so many people I play. Yeah, it's actually not so many, but like say ten people that I played with, where they're like fucking amazing. Like when they they create uh, riffs, they make some solos, their drum beats. It's just fucking phenomenal to see on the spot. That just they just fucking rock out and they just make all this crazy shit. I'm just like. How the fuck does your brain work like that? You're just making this shit up. But yet I see a lot of those people have to go get a job. They got to go. Yep. I'm like these people, those type of people. I wish that they could have a a sustainable way of life to continue doing that art that they that's in their brain. Exactly. Exactly. And and it's funny, man, because the music business is just like it's full of shady people, man. Mm. It's full of shady people and it's, it's a bunch of shady things that go on. And it's like a lot of the money that these some artists could be making is being taken from them before they even get to see it. And they don't Britney know Spears. it. But, oh, my <laughs> goodness. What's going on with that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing I'm the reason why I said that. I'm, I'm Well, is a lawsuit between her and her parents or something? That yeah, her and her dad. It was a what is it? A stewardship? What is it called? Conservatorship. A conservatorship. Yeah conservatorships what, but they just uh i think that she just they they ended the conservatorship as far as i know they they transferred it to another person oh they she, transferred she requested it. it yeah hmm. oh she okay, wanted a neutral potter party not her father she wanted oh. like an actual like a, a lawyer or an accountant to be in charge of it not not someone who's emotionally invested or is just trying to get money from what i understand mm. that kind of makes sense but it's kind of a risk too so sorry if I, <laughs> if I tangent you off of that Britney Spears, but yeah. So you're, you're I think you were saying um, that the, there's so much corrupt corruption. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of corruption in the music, and it's like just being able to just for artists to get the tools that they need to be able to know. Okay, like okay, this is what it takes for me to make it. Like make it as in for me to start making an income. You know, mm-hmm. because it's like. A lot of people know, but they just don't like they they say that, oh, yeah, here's a consultation. Uh, Do this, do that. But they don't really tell you, you know, what is it going to take? Because it's like there's a lot of tools that us as artists can be using from different streaming platforms to check all of our statistics. Uh, There's there's like I kid you not. There's like four different types of royalties that music musicians can collect on the same damn song. You have to sign up for like four different uh, organizations in order to collect 
all of the money from your music. And it's like, dude, like, why is this so complicated? You talk yeah. about a lot of work now, man. I just want to be rich and famous. Exactly. <laughs> like you're, who, you're talking about you're talking about things like the publishing versus like the writing credits and right. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Sure you have you have like you have the publishing rights, you have mechanical rights, you have sync rights. It's like, dude, wait a second, what? And then with the publishing rights, it's like there's two hundred percent of a song. And it's like, okay, wait. How is there two hundred percent of a song? <laughs> oh wait, you mean I'm I'm not collecting all of my money from this place? Well, what oh, about my distributor? Mad. Like yeah. they they give me money too, but that's nothing to do with your publishing rights, mechanical rights, or sync rights. That's your um your digital online plays, and it's like this is a this is calculus. Yeah, <laughs> this is calculus, and this is why there's a music business because yep. who wants to know all that shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And who wants to have to focus on it all? Yeah, you need a lawyer just to navigate any of it, you know. And exactly. Your manager sometimes they're the same, but they'll double it, up the fees anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Can I go buy some of your fresh shirts? Yeah. Is it on your website? Yeah. Okay. Gary with two R's. Gary dot com. with two R's. Dot com. All right. Well, and, and historically too, I mean, like from what I understand, a lot of musical artists um, throughout the years, even today, uh, a lot of their revenue is generated from non-musical ventures, like selling exactly. merch at concerts, the concert well, ticket revenue themselves itself, you know. Like they pretty much make jack shit off of the album being sold. You know, you get a pittance, yeah. but exactly, exactly. That's a lot of people that are involved in um that are signed in labels and signed in these deals. Okay, where were you going before with blockchain? Oh, the blockchain. Um, My boner went away. Cause it's, been, <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> Time for a she, br. She just made Joe choke. <laughs> 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 Um, it's just like this, the whole NFT thing, I was hyped about it at first. Yeah. Um, just the fact that you as an artist can make something, put a royalty on it and just put it out there in the public. You could sell it for one penny. And then if the value increases to the public, then you'll get paid your royalty on that as long as it's set up in the smart contract. So stuff like that will change the future of music. Oh, can I buy your song on OpenSea right now? Dude, I don't have anything on OpenSea. I, I, I made one NFT. I made one NFT and I okay. was like, man. I'll give you a thousand dollars for this it right is, now. This is dope. <laughs> I'm about to go make one more NFT. <laughs> Sweet. Um, but when I when I was doing it, this was six months ago, maybe. Yeah. So it was really I mean, it's still in its infancy technically, but yeah, it was right. really in its infancy back then. And it was like, dude, wait, how do I upload the song here? Because on OpenSea and Rarible, it was really easy to upload like a, a video or a, or a picture. It just mm -hmm. wasn't clear to me. Okay, how do I just upload the song? Yeah. How do I then link other people to like the the extra stuff? Like, let's say I want to include a uh, the text document with the lyrics on it, or mm. um, I want to include a, a private link to go access something different on this website. You know, like where do I put that? No, I, I, wasn't, I want a pixel logo of your head like a zombie. Yeah, like a, like a crypto <laughs> kitty. Or what, crypto, no, crypto punks. That's yeah, what yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, man. I so want the Gary like, crypto punk. <laughs> yeah, where's <laughs> my Gary coin at? <laughs> I'm going to have to make it soon. Put it on a, put nah, it on a coins are all swap. I'll invest in an ICO. I got you. <laughs> Just name it after a dog. Everybody's going <laughs> to yeah. buy it. No, yeah, dude. dude look, I'm not even joking. Me and my friends were looking at this the other day. Complete tangent, but animal-based coins outperform every other coin 
in existence Ta-da. on average. It makes sense. They're all rug pulls. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're just more memeable. I mean. Exactly. Everybody loves dogs. Yeah. And then Elon Musk tweets about it and you become rich. Yeah. 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 Can't, can't wait till Dogecoin hits a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> so are you feeling that NFTs for you is like uh, it's too hard or it's not working out or what was? Before it was too difficult. Lately, I just haven't went back to it because at first, like the the barrier of entry in the beginning kind of was like, oh, Mm -hmm. and then I did make one, but it was on, um, I can't even tell you the name of the platform right now, man. It was something that started with an N. And then an F. And then a T. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, (laughs) NFTzone.com. I can't even tell you. Was it? I'm just making shit up. Sorry. Don't go there. Is it, is it a fan Don't go to that website. It might be a scam site. <laughs> Quick, go buy that domain. <laughs> but yeah, if, the, um, if there was just a quick, easy way. I know on Audius, if you've ever heard of Audius, it's like the, the music-based blockchain, like the, the biggest one, basically. Mm. Ah. Um, you should check it out. They have a lot of uh, like famous EDM artists that are really involved with it. I was checking that out, and uh, it's not an NFT platform, but it is music on the blockchain. Okay. So it's like, you know, the Spotify blockchain version. Yeah. It's still in, like, the others still wow. in its infancy, but it's a lot more advanced than a lot of the other ones. It's just that the searchability on there is kind of mm, shaky. But on Audius, they now allow you to, uh, if you're an artist, you can post your NFTs on your profile. So you can mm, connect gotcha. your music and your NFTs that mm. way. Yeah. yeah. Wait, is any of your music on YouTube? Yeah, all okay. of it. All of it. Well, not right. the 160. There's about 50 songs on there. Okay, so if I'm watching this podcast on YouTube and I go, man, this is Gary Dude. He sounds cool. How mm. do I go check out your music on YouTube? How do I find it? Uh, just type in Gary with two R's. G-A-R-R-Y W-I-T-H-T-W-O-R-S. All is one, one yeah. word? Okay. Yeah, Wait, one what, word what, or what? spaced out. Gary with two R's, all all letters, no numbers. Gary with two R's dot com. No, I did, that, I did that. It said the domain was for sale. G A R R Y dot com. You're about to give Gary over here with a heart attack. He's about to lose an R. Gary dot com is for sale. Inquire for price. Oh no, you got to type it all out. Podcast, and I was just like, what the fuck? You got to type it all out. It's with two R's also. W I T H T S. Yeah. That wasn't a bit you guys were doing. Right uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is marketing, bro. Marketing. <laughs> Wait, did you just yeah, say that's the funniest thing I've ever heard about? <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the commercial. Wait, did yeah, you just, just go say... to Gary with two R's.com? Well, I typed it in and it's not there. <laughs> is, is the regular Gary.com available? Is that what you're saying? Wait, it's for sale? That seems impossible. Well, it's yeah, probably it, no, it, no, no, it, it, it just says it's for sale. It doesn't it's probably for sale for like millions. Oh, yeah. somebody's yeah. offered. It's yeah. not. Well, I, I just checked NFT zone and they want a cool hundred grand for that. <laughs> Damn. Gary, Gary. Dot very reasonable. Like no, Dude, I got the, a, a, anything that's less than about eight letters. That's not gone. a completely made up word is gone. Right. Yeah. They've been, they've been gone since 2002. Yeah, yeah limtalk.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, second, I'm like the combination. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't think that people weren't coming up with bots to snap up domains with simple oh, names. Yeah. That's exactly what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what they did. I guarantee it. Yeah. yeah. Well, weird little tangent, really quick. Sorry. But have you guys ever been to nissan.com? No. 
M E S O N. Nissan. Like oh, Nissan. Company. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Nissan. 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 They, yeah, you go to the website. It's actually a website for a small family-owned Japanese computer repair company. <laughs> yeah. And, and their their family surname is Nissan. And the car company has been trying to sue them, buy them yeah. out, do whatever they can for the last 30 years. And these people won't budge because they're yeah. not squatting on the domain. That's their family name. And yeah. they run an active business under that name. Yeah, That's it's it. legit. It's Nissan, Nissan Computers. Well, plus you Nissan's know. not uh, the the car company's not Japanese anymore anyway, so fuck them, right? Yeah, but they, yeah, but they, yeah, exactly. But they just want that domain, and apparently they've made multiple offers for millions of dollars, and yeah. they're just like, nah, we're good, family, family <laughs> honor, and whatnot, you know. Uh, I would have taken it. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, yeah, I would have too. But these guys, this guy just doesn't give a fuck. He'd rather make his three grand a week repairing computers, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's honor. I think yeah. that's fine. I I would hate it if you were like if you had Pepsi dot com and you weren't anything related. No, no, I, and those get struck down. Like, like they passed a law way in the mid nineties, like way back when. Yeah, stopping that kind of bullshit. Like you have to actually be using the name and not just be squatting on someone's copyrighted name. You know. Okay, good. Not with crypto though. <laughs> no, no. So Pepsi dot crypto. <laughs> well, Pepsi had a coin. They had a Pepsi coin. Really? What? Yeah. Yeah, like a year or two ago, you'd you'd scan a little QR code in the bottle cap, and you'd get like a certain amount of Pepsi coin or some shit. Tastes better. <laughs> uh, actually, I, just saw I, don't, I don't drink much soda, so I just barely remember this. But yeah, I just saw an article today. Uh, Burger King wants you to download their app, and they give you some free crypto. That's what I heard. I heard about that, man. Yeah. It's like Burger, Burger King, King crypto game. It's all fun and games until you try to buy your 2031 Tesla with a uh, King coin, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the future, man. That's, That's what we're moving towards. He's owning these cryptos. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. This, this crypto is going crazy, especially right now, man. If you can't see that it's going to take over, then you're not watching. Oh, like, it's going to take over, 100%. Which the one? whole NBA stadium, like, is FTX. Like, that's oh, where yeah, the Miami yeah. Heat are playing. So, yeah. dude, like, yep. they own that stadium name for the next 20 years. I dude, that's, that's, how, that's how I knew that we were actually legit, like, with crypto, is whenever I started seeing it in every sports game, usually on the banner yeah. in the background, and then I started seeing them being on, like, the field or in the ring for UFC fights, and now, mm -hmm. exactly, now we're starting to see them buy fucking stadiums and shit, naming rights. Is FTX like, uh, U.S. based or are they somewhere else? I think they're U.S. based. No, are they U.S. based? Probably not. Oh, you don't want to be under the whim of uh, America, old ass you know? congressman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, like like things can change, administration, administration. They want more stability, so they'll 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 be based somewhere else, but operate yeah. heavily and essentially and metaphorically be based out of America. You know what I mean? Like, right? Not sorry, not metaphorically, but like. Their, their their effort will be here, but they'll be kind of be registered in Ireland or some shit. That way, if they have to exit the U.S. market, they can do so, and it won't. Mm, you know, it's not yeah. a big deal. I'm okay sending my money to Ireland. Yeah, I visited. They're nice people, and they have they have they have very generous tax laws for uh, businesses. So Ireland, yeah, yeah, that, that's where Google is based out of. Mm -hmm. Oh wow, hmm. yeah, you thought they're an American company? No, they're Irish. So is every other fucking company on the Nasdaq top 100. Because to move I, to Ireland. Yeah. Well, what they'll do is like Google in America, there'll be a division of Google Ireland. And then they'll be like, yeah, we made a hundred billion dollars, but we had to pay 99 billion of it to, 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 to the license holder that owns our IP. Mm -hmm. And that happens to be based in Ireland. And then because of the current U S tax laws, they don't get taxed on that. And they don't get, they get taxed way less on the money going to Ireland. 
Yeah, Delaware it's, it's, needs it's to step fraud. up their game. It's a fraud. Yeah, exactly. Because that's, <laughs> that's what doing. Nevada. It's yeah. <laughs> Every company in Ireland that exists is strictly just licenses intellectual property to their American subsidies. You know. No, Guinness is real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you Brilliant. would know, Mister Half Irish or some shit. <laughs> I just drink a lot of Guinness. <laughs> So I'll, I'll kind of, <laughs> 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 um, uh, Joe, uh, for the audio listeners, Joe just spat out because, uh, Emmett <laughs> mentioned <laughs> Guinness beer was, or anyways, um, Joe, so Joe's doing an anti Guinness stick. <laughs> beer. I am not being sponsored by hot Valley. He's drinking mango or beer right delicious now. Mango stash IPA available at a local <laughs> retailer near you. Uh-huh. Continue so, the podcast. I got a little bit of a random story. I'll connect it to the ads on sports and stuff. So yesterday, was it yesterday? We went to that um, that dumplings restaurant. Uh, Chinese. Chinese? Yeah, there were Chinese-style dumplings. Okay, Chinese-style dumplings. And we went to a restaurant, and uh, as I was sitting there just i got to make sure my racism is uh, properly tuned. <laughs> <laughs> as I was sitting there... <laughs> as, as as we were sitting there eating, they also had a little like little robot thing that would bring out the food, but they still had a they had a waitress or a wait, 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 wait. You you gloss over that, like saying that you had a robot waiter isn't a big deal. We're living in the future. <laughs> it's no crazier than mango beer. But, oh, but it, oh yeah, we just had this little robot bring us our food. What the fuck are you talking about? But that's why I said, but the waiter and waitress act it, it's actually it's just a shelf. A dri- uh, it's a shelf that drives itself. So then the waiter and waitress still has to pull it off the shelf and give put it on their your table. It, it was a shelf that, sitting on top of a Roomba. That sounds like some Blade Runner shit. You know? <laughs> I'm over here thinking that they will order a McMuffin on the McDonald's app is hydrology and board. <laughs> so while while me and Emmett were hanging out in the future, we're living I'm, in the year three thousand. I was looking up at the TV and then um, it was a baseball game and then behind the um, you know the ads on the walls behind yeah. the p- pitcher and whatever the outfielders was TikTok and I was telling Emmett like man I feel like a old person when I I feel like seeing a TikTok uh, banner I I the robot was laughing at you yeah 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 <laughs> but yeah. Because I, unfortunately, since I love crypto so much, when I see crypto.com, the banner on F1 racing UFC, um, I think they've, they bought, uh, man, they, they, I think they bought so much crypto.com. Um, I'm not getting paid by them, but I feel like that doesn't, they want to pay us. They can. Yeah. Yeah. You, you use promo code. Liam's not getting paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> so oddly, I feel crypto is more fitting, but yet I got surprised by TikTok ads on the, on the banner if that makes sense i guess because i like crypto i don't understand tiktok sometimes i understand yeah. it but i don't i understand advertising yes that's yeah. exactly it yeah i don't yeah. know like i don't i'm trying to think do i remember seeing instagram and facebook ads and sports no. games like oh that's well what's weird too is the demographic for remember. baseball or sports games in general isn't really the demographic for tiktok that's what that's i'm good. confused about yeah I, but like, they're trying to expand and bring in people who aren't already ooh, there right yeah. Yeah, they just need to start openly yeah. allowing super ultra right wing shit, and they'll just get a dedicated following. Yeah, yeah or, instantly. Or if your baseball yeah. star has a TikTok, right? What if Jose Canseco is on TikTok? Oh, I'm sure some of them are getting paid millions of dollars a year just to have a TikTok. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, Gary actually uh, alluded to this earlier. Like your social media clout, like yeah. even even for like, okay, so I'm not familiar with the music industry at all. I'm not a musical guy. I can't. Oh, you know all the shit about Trent Reznor. 
I don't. Well, yeah, I, I enjoy. I, I I know what I like. Oh, you're All a right. consumer. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent, dude. You know, okay. and it, it doesn't matter what genre. Like, if I like something, I like it. That's yeah. just that's just how it is. But the, I I see the similar thing happening with like acting, where like people aren't getting selected necessarily because of their talent, but because yeah. of their social media clout. Mm-hmm. Like like you were mentioning that earlier, like way earlier about how like they look at that. that that's right. honestly a metric you have to have. You exactly. Know? Yeah. The more the more clout you have online throughout various platforms too, not just any one platform. They mm-hmm. want you to have a, a, a wide net. And if you have that, you're more likely to get to where you want to be. Exactly. Even though it's fucked up, that's just how it is. Dude, exactly. Lim- that's Linden, the game now. Lim didn't tell you the funny part about this uh, robot. This this restaurant was uh, pretty new. It's like been open like five weeks. And the bus <laughs> buster comes over and he's uh, clearing the table and he goes He's, he's chatting with this nice dude. And he goes, hey, you know what's funny is uh, we've only been open a little while. Everybody loved this place. We were getting five-star reviews across the board until the we, we just brought in the robot like two weeks ago. And then people are mad if the robot doesn't come to their table. Like the robot doesn't go to every table. And uh, then he say the words also. I, it, I'd it, get it, mad too. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, did he say they got mad because they didn't come? the robot also didn't come multiple times? If Like if you order food once, like. So it's only going to come once with your food. You usually order yeah. once. Mm-hmm. We happen to order. Well, actually, we ordered t- three times, but they only brought the robot once. And so yeah, yeah, he's saying people are complaining because the robot's not there enough or not at all. Yeah. Wow. So they added this entertainment, <laughs> but it caused wow. a negative impact on their reviews. <laughs> but they got wow. better, and it, it hurt their their online cred. So it's a weird. Well, and I, even if I heard that the robot server at your restaurant was bad, I'd still be like, "There's a robot server. I don't give a shit if it's bad or not. I want to see this thing in action." Yeah, I, I don't know. This motherfucker bringing me my mozzarella sticks. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't know. About I hope get- it doesn't have eyes. I don't want the help looking at me. You know. <laughs> I hope I don't get canceled culture for this ro- from robots. But so, so as, we were, as we were sitting there, the robot came out to another table and they did the the happy birthday thing. So yes. at, at a table they had a happy birthday. And then I think the I think the robot had music coming out, right? Yes, at a different program. So there's a different wow. program for the robot to come out with the music, and then the waiter and waitress followed behind the robot and singing to the music with the or whatever music was coming out of the robot. Wait, where was this? <laughs> I forget it, the name. There's of a it. new uh, dumpling place here in Vegas called Xiao Long Dumpling. This is in Vegas. Yeah. I will be there in January. I would much like to know. Is it in Chinatown? Yeah, Chinatown, yeah. Uh, it's, okay. it's pretty new. All right. you know, sorry, sorry, Liam. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just well, so you're going to be disappointed and give a one-star review because <laughs> it only stops at your table like one time maybe. But uh, Well, here's the bet. Will they? Will there be no robot by the time Joe gets here or will there be five? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. That's a good point. That's a yeah, good so, point. So as the robot I'm bet came, on zero. <laughs> I want to sexually harass a robot. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it, it's 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 just a shelf. There's no boobs. There's no ass. There's no I, legs. I, I'll find a way. I'll find <laughs> yeah. the back. Yeah. <laughs> so as as the the robots in the happy birthday music and they're singing as we're sitting there my feeling i don't know if you felt this i was sitting there watching that group of people get really excited they had their cell phones out selfies mm-hmm. instagram photos and i'm just like it doesn't seem that great it's just a a shelf with wheels no but the happy birthday song has never been great at restaurants it's always the staff clapping and singing for your birthday no well, <clears throat> But they they also took out the selfie. They took out their phones for selfies and Instagram photos when the 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 robot the first time around came with the with the uh, the the shelf of food. Yeah, I don't think it was that great. You don't understand. They're gonna show all their friends now. Look, the robot sang me happy birthday. 
yeah, I guess I'll get cancel cultured for by robots or something. It wasn't that great, but dude, I I know I I've seen people like they they do the club presentations like full on huge presentations. Yeah, like we would have to clear out the walkways of guests because they have a literal ship, a literal ship mm-hmm. with five cocktail waitresses in it with bottles and shit that they're rolling through the whole entire nightclub to bring the ship to a table so people can drink those bottles it's yeah, like yeah yeah dude this is just a, a lot of bullshit like it, it's kind of mm. corny to me because it's super corny it's what like what is this oh no, but you understand in <laughs> Bro, that moment uh, uh, well, you are the I, vip right you're yeah. the you're the star of that moment yeah yeah i have true. to watch homeless people shitting in the street and this is what you guys complain about <laughs> 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 yeah we got robot fucking twice as long to get to work today than it did to yesterday because some guy pushed a target fucking shopping cart down the embankment into the freeway you, know? you don't understand how hard it is to live in las vegas Fuck. joe Fuck. It's torture it's struggle out here for your uh twitch you go you're doing it every day so if you're doing this podcast today is your twitch did you not twitch today Oh, I'm doing it right after I'm done. Oh, okay, okay. Right oh, hey, I'll, 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 I'll join it and I'll, I'll, I'll follow. Oh, yeah, by the man. way, for everyone that's not, I'm sure you know this, Gary, but like if you, uh, if you have a Twitch open in a tab and you go to a different tab or you go to a different window, uh-huh. it, it decreases the viewer count. Like it knows that you did that. It knows not you're not watching. watching. Uh, yeah. yeah, so there's uh, no fake watching. Yeah. What if you have two screens and you keep it up on one screen? You can do that. There you go. Okay. There you go. Yeah, that's, that's the best way to deal with it. That's all it could really detect. I mean, it's still running within Chrome or the browser. What if Gary sets up 20 crappy screens and has them watch himself? Does he always have 20 viewers on the count? From 20 uh, separate no. IPs. If, yeah, if, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's the key right there. You need all the different IPs. And that, okay. that's another thing, too. Like, in general, like, uh, like, so if you could even get to 20 viewers, even 15 or 10, you're doing better than, like, 90% of all Twitch people. Yeah. The vast majority of them have zero to two viewers, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Very so, true. I mean, you know, you're already doing better than most, and, you know, it's, it only has up to go. You're on but next it, level shit ready. No, but, like, Emmett or, <laughs> e- Emmett or or Pink, I'm sorry, Liam, fuck. Um, <laughs> I'll stop doing that one day, dude. My nickname online is Mr. Pink, so he keeps me Pink. <laughs> dude, I, I've, no, I've known him for four years as Mr. Pink, you know, so like, it's hard. it's hard for me to disassociate that have you seen but, mr um, pink talking trash on your live stream um what was i gonna ask oh uh, we could delete this next question if you don't want to answer um <laughs> so that's a flag for me to find it this conversation piece of the conversation so what what's your thoughts if in a world where if someone said to you they could give you fake viewers and you paid say uh, I don't know a price. Say hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and they they'll get you fake Twitch Twitch watchers in uh, Pakistan from Pakistan. Say I don't know the number. Uh, say they'll give you five thousand five thousand viewers, maybe maybe five hundred viewers mm-hmm. uh, for fifty. We'll call it fifty for a hundred bucks. I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing Pakistan's got something to do, man. Well, they, no, I I, <laughs> I I theorize they probably hacked the system. They probably have a bunch of cell phones, uh, and the, mm-hmm. so now. Say they offer you, you pay a hundred dollars and they'll get you five thousand watchers for a month, every mm-hmm. day. Anytime you live stream, they'll have have them watching you, and then you kind of figure out this 
is beneficial to you? Would you do it? What's a gray area? So let me kind of sort of, let me soften the question for you. Well, you want to trap them, but not really trap them. No, I'm not. No, <laughs> I'm actually just trying to just ask a question. Um, cause I'm going to, I'm going to actually cancel culture myself after the, after answering this. No, I'm doing <laughs> it in a heartbeat. I, <laughs> I think with less words, that's where I'm kind of going. Uh -huh. um, I, I think I see that YouTube's algorithm is corruptible. Mm -hmm. So paying for this, these services seem to have benefits to a channel, I think. Mm -hmm. And I, I think about it off. I've, I've been thinking about it often. For, for our audio listeners, Gary's given the I would never do anything illegal face. This isn't a sting. And, and, and uh, to be uh, open, I'm not trying to trap you. This is just, uh, I, I, I feel like I'm a very moral question or person. I'm a very moral person. And that is pushing me into the gray area where I'm the like, Gary area. Gray area. <laughs> <laughs> Coming down to your level <laughs> where I, I, I want, I think about it. So I would you buy I, fame? That's what I, that's where I, I think I would, I think. Now it's like a, it's like a multifaceted question because on one hand, I wouldn't do it and because I flagged it so that we could delete it. If you don't like your, your answer later, we could delete it. So, okay. On, on one hand, I wouldn't do it because it takes away from what your actual main line is because the bots can't really support you. You know what I mean? The well, bots can't show love. You know, me. the bots can't say, yo, that's, well, they can't. They can't buy you. <laughs> they're not going to go buy your fanny pack. No. So what am yeah, I? Exactly. So my, exactly. Th my theory on that too. Um, so say the 5,000 viewers go on. What I think what the algorithm will do is like YouTube will then advertise you more. Mm -hmm. Expose you more. Expose you more. So then... The 5,000 people will, 5,000 bots will leave eventually, but then you might have gained an extra 200 because of that. You leveled up. Exactly. That was the other part. Okay, it's okay. like, dude, like, if you know a way to finesse it, then by all means, why not? If you ain't, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, so it's like, because, I mean, some people you see, like, that they, they have a page, right? And you look at the numbers, you look at the overall, everything that's going on on the page and you can really tell like, it's something isn't right here. Yes, like, yes, yes. I, like I'm, there's a lot of, there's, cause I had a friend, right? I had a friend work on my Instagram and he wasn't buying followers, mm -hmm. but he was, um, what do you call it? I don't know. What do you call it? What do you call it? Like <laughs> social hacking? <laughs> Is, is that what it's called? Like, kind of like social hacking? So basically what he would do was he would go and he would find people. He, he would turn you into a bikini chick for three months? And Almost. Then, oh. <laughs> um, so he would follow, he would find other artists that he thought were similar to me, right? Ah. Find their friend list, the people that are following them on Instagram, and he would follow all of those people, right? Mm. And some of them would follow back, some of them wouldn't doesn't right. matter because after about a month or so you're gonna unfollow all the people that you just got done following mm. and take whatever trickle down that you got that followed you back mm. but what it resulted in is yes i got genuine followers but if you look at the engagement the engagement rate is low because yep. those genuine followers aren't 
high quality followers, mm. you know? So that's, that's the main thing that always held me back from buying viewers or followers or anything like that, because I saw the effects of doing it in a semi genuine way. Mm. The only way that it would be really successful is if you could make it look genuine. That's it. Because you, 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 you know, Emmett Emma and Liam, we gotta no. make a bot. We can make a bot that can engage and follow. Exactly. Because I mean, exactly. look at the ratio too. You know, somebody with a thousand follows but gets you know three hundred viewers a stream. That's much more interesting to Twitch than someone that has ten thousand followers and gets you know two hundred people a stream. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, plus I want the uh, dumpling robot to follow me too. <laughs> <laughs> that would be ideal. We'll talk about this offline. This may or may not be a crime. <laughs> so I, I bet if they made a dumpling robot Instagram, it'd be super popular. That's what they need to do. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh oh oh, meme, meme the shit you, out of that. You should also, like uh, Gary was actually saying earlier, because I actually watch people that do this, and there's actually a lot of people, and they give a lot of money. You should edit this shit on live stream, the podcast. Oh. oh hell yeah, dude! Well, there's 100%. some foot, there's some footage oh, yeah. that uh, I have to delete. I no, no, no. Yeah. I, I I don't think so, dude. The shit yeah. I see on Twitch, it's well, no, it's, no, 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 no. It's it's the the personal inform. Um, say say somebody uh, tells me about their business on the, this podcast, and oh, they give some shit. insider uh, yeah. information. Like uh, okay, okay. Well, you go through and delete that first. It's your first step. Okay, okay. editing the rest yeah. of it into a yeah. coherent episode. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just saying because I'm like, like, that's like, a great I, idea. I watch people editing shit, yeah, so yeah. I I already know that people watch it. Weirdo. Cool. And I cool. Well, yeah, dude. Well, they make more money. <laughs> than I editing shit on live stream. Nice. Shit, they're gonna put on I mean, YouTube and make money off of anyway. If you're sitting there doing it anyway. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I, I literally subscribe so to somebody that does editing. that. So, you know, yeah, I, I pay five dollars a month to a guy that does horror movie kill counts. But I watch. <laughs> 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 Holy shit, dude! <laughs> well, well, he does it in a way where he's essentially giving you a thirty-minute recap of the movie, but yeah. it's fair use. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I love it. It's just fun for me. That's dope, man. Yeah, I saw an older I, woman on there that just puts puzzles together. I'm like, huh. yeah, damn, man, that's a niche right there. <laughs> like, like for hours, just working on a puzzle. For hours, just Holy working cow. on puzzles, man. Yeah, I watch those too. And also, believe it or not, too, I actually subscribe to and watch a lot of music people, um, but but most of them are film people. So like 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 this one guy I watch where he'll 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 improvise a drum score to movie scenes. You know what I mean? Oh shit! On Twitch, and I, I fucking love oh watching shit! It. Yeah, it's really cool. You know, dude, with that puzzle That's lady, I'm crazy. imagining like millions of people on the world who are too poor to have puzzles, but somehow <laughs> they have a cell phone to watch her. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, I highly recommend thinking about that too. What's pick, that? Pick popular scenes from popular movies and oh, score and them live. Music? Oh, dude, that would be super ill. Yeah, dude, people. That would be that super shit, ill. People like bro. me, especially like, dude, that's that's what I live mm, for. Mm. I love watching people do that. <laughs> I live for this. I'm not joking. Like, I, yeah. I watch people on Twitch all the time. That that's all they do is they uh, score movies live with whatever instrument they're like. Like, this is one chick I watch. Her name is literally the violin chick. You know, yeah. and she does these live scores to movie scenes, and she has twenty thousand viewers a stream. Is she wow. hot also? No, she. Well, well, once again, wrapping back around to what Gary's <laughs> cool wisdom over here. Um, <laughs> wrapping back around to what Gary said, like, like all the features make her attractive. 
<laughs> you know, like it's the combined. totality. Like, does that mean big boobs? What does that mean? She's not like a Kardashian or anything. Oh. And I'm not saying that I'm even attracted to them. What I'm saying though is that, like, I don't know, her personality, I guess, is, and her body makes her attractive. Wait, are you saying she's not hot? No, she's hot and has a personality and pretty much has good is she Chinese. Pretty much, no. No. Is she in a hot tub too? <laughs> no, 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 no. So uh, jumping back on the the subscribers thingy. Now, my theory on it, the, I, I'm really glad that you brought up your point. I, I, I value that actually. Mm-hmm. Um, my theory prior to you saying what, what you said about how you get like fake fake followers and the, the engagement is, is less. Fake mm-hmm. in the funk. I was theorizing that I feel like my podcast, has, in my opinion, I'm biased. I, it's my podcast, so obviously I feel a certain... It's amazing. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> it's literally the best thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but I do feel that Since I do, I joined. <laughs> I feel that... The, I watch your podcast more than any other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to listen Classic. to yourself. Classic. To sorry, listen sorry, to sorry, sorry, yeah, Just fast forward to his parts. <laughs> <laughs> um, where was I going? Uh, I think the the the, the product that I, that's being produced from this podcast is, I think, genuinely good content. I do think so. I might be biased, but I think we have talks with doctors, with with uh, I mean, topics from robotics. prison guards, robotics, uh, Sexy everything, robots, and I think it's decent content. So I've been thinking about paying. Or I thought about paying for um, like those fake bots and stuff because even if I could get out of five thousand, if I could get one hundred real subscribers, mm-hmm. I feel like I have good enough content. Not that I will win every time those one hundred, mm-hmm. but hopefully, even if I get ten really good subscribers, it'd be worth ten out of the one hundred out of the five hundred. If that mm, makes sense, I see exactly that, what you're that's saying. That's my theory. I see exactly what you're saying. I don't know. I don't know if it'll work out. No, it'll be weird. There'll be <laughs> 10 poor guys in Pakistan like addicted to your podcast. <laughs> if, they're, if, they're ha- if they're happy with the podcast, if they're happy with it. I would do my job. To, it's guys amazing. I think I, I might try it on a dummy account first. Oh, sorry. Mm. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I might try it on a little throwaway account first. Or even um, consider this is something like, dude, I, like, I tried my hand at it, but... Um, um, Facebook and YouTube ads. Oh yeah, Facebook yeah. and YouTube yeah. ads. I, I was thinking about that because too. you have the video form content, and I feel like it'd be a lot easier for you to run those type of ads, bro. Yeah, yeah. Especially with the sh- with the shorter clips, because I know you have the short. Yeah, you yep. have like the clip page yep. too. Yep, yep. I got the one minute page, and then the like the five ten minute pages also. Exactly. Exactly. And I tried my hand at it, but the reason I feel like the main reason it didn't work for me is because I'm not. I don't have copy. Like I'm, I don't have a, a a music video. I don't even have a music video out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not like they're getting the visual that they need. You know, I just mm-hmm. put up like a, a little lyric video or something. It got a little bit of engagement, but the quality of it was just was low. Mm-hmm. You know, you make the type of you have the type of content where you could make up tons of copy for it. You know, you you just have to ask a question, like have the the the, the ad be a question, like. Hmm, so what do you guys think about the robotics? What do you guys think about the future of music? You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, sure. But, you know, it, it would be more expen- a little bit more expensive than doing the bot thing. Yeah, of course. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and be a lot more trial and error, too. 
I have the analogy that will take all of the uh, moral and ethical reservations out of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's very much like sports. Mm-hmm. And doing the bot shit is like performance enhancing drugs. Mm-hmm. Right? So do athletes use steroids and shit to get to that top level? Does anybody care once they're there? Do you care how much mm-hmm. juice Barry Bonds did or Mark McGuire? Mm-hmm. Right? No, not at all. In the um, end, you're just there to watch them compete. So if you can get into that elite level, I don't think there's anything wrong with taking steroids to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, Because Mm -hmm. I see it a lot in the business world, right? You'll see successful business people and they never tell you how rich they were before they started or or how much, you know, in real estate a lot, you know, my dad was a broker, Hmm. right? So of course I grew up knowing everything and then I started when I was 19 and, you know, so yeah, of course I'm good at it, right? So it's, it's not a fair playing field to begin with. Mm-hmm. Right, and you're new young blood right now. You know, do you want to be a big dog? Why, why not take the steroids? Yeah, nice. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Wait, are we back on that. steroids again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or at least a little bit of growth. <laughs> yeah, but you're not doing anything illegal by hiring these. Oh, I don't know about. I don't know the uh, the the red tape on that one on, with YouTube. I don't know if you're allowed to. There's the paid YouTube abs. That one's legal. But then yeah. to do the bot stuff, I, I think that breaches their I think, agreement. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, we would I, I think that, everywhere, but, yeah, bans, bans bots in general. Well, they ban it, but I, from my my theory, I, I don't think they've, they have a way to catch it. They don't oh. have a way to, like, stop it. Right. Like, if I paid, they they probably wouldn't know that I paid for it. Yeah. Well, mm, if you can't catch yeah, me, then yeah. I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that when you earlier when you said that when I uh, you, you said something about there's certain people putting out content it made me think uh, I forget the words you said that they don't have the amount of subscribers that facil- that should be for their content meaning so I went to this couple channels I try to look at potential competitors or other podcasts mm-hmm. and I see ones where man their their video quality sucks their audio is terrible like I can't even it hurts my ears listening to their their YouTube channel mm-hmm. and they have fucking like. 10,000 subscribers, 100,000 subscribers, like half a million subscribers. I'm like, what the fuck? Like my product is so much better than theirs. And I don't, it's simple. I don't, I don't think that's me being biased. Their product fucking sucks. Their color, color grading on their video sucks. Their audio sucks. Everything sucks. Their content, I feel like even kind of sucks, but, (laughs) and they have like half a million subscribers. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, 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 I so I'm, thinking they, really I'm thinking they paid for the bots. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, are we on Stitcher? Uh, I think I am on Stitcher, yeah. Okay, okay, good. Sorry. That's all I wanted to know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looking up bot programs well, right now. Well, I, I, I paid for that. I paid for, for, <laughs> I paid for it for the last three years. And like, oh. if, you're not, if you're not on there, like I would never listen to you. So. Oh, wait, wait. wait. Oh, um, um, I thought Stitcher you was a free on one. I, I, uh, you could there, try to... There's, there's a free tier. Okay. But right. most people have uh, premium podcasts that I think you can access earlier. Or Wait, something. So I don't know. I, I, I pay, I, right now? It's five dollars a month. I don't. I don't. I, whatever. Uh, I spend so much time in traffic. I'm just totally cool with it. I listen yeah. to podcasts twenty four seven. So, so, uh, so when later tonight, search me on Stitcher to see if I'm there. All right, we're gonna do the final questions. Final questions. First question: What great daily habit or habits do you have? Hmm. Um, <laughs> that's a lot. It's basically sticking to a schedule. 
generally sticking to a schedule and, and staying faithful to the schedule because consistency is key with everything that you do. Mm-hmm. What uh, is there any part of this? Uh, maybe in the morning, is there a ritual that's part of the schedule? Um, waking up, checking the crypto prices in the news. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's and now lately, I've been checking the crypto prices more often because man, I had a pump and. Like, oh, yes. And that goes right to our second question very nicely. What do you know or think of cryptocurrency? Everything. (laughs) (laughs) I know very little because there's so much out there and it keeps on growing. So I I try to stay up to date, but for the most part, I keep it simple, dude. Like I I touch, I dibble dabbled in some DeFi. Um, I got, I'm into just the regular investing. I haven't done any margin trading or anything like that. Um, I haven't done any of the collateralized, collateralized loans, but I know that's lucrative right now. Um, I just like to sit on stuff that like, I like to find projects where I feel like I've already found them, but the projects that I believe in that have an actual use case, Mm -hmm. you know, an actual use case, a strong community, and they already have things in motion that are out there. You know, like Mana has Decentraland, BAT has Brave. So stuff like that is what I like to put my money in. But I'm like not a Bitcoin maximalist, but I'm like a Bitcoin maximalist. (laughs) (laughs) Bitcoin, everything like Bitcoin is the number one to me. Awesome. I'm a I'm a software engineer. been doing it for like two decades, almost two decades. So I look at uh, blockchain quite differently mm-hmm. than most people that just get into cryptocurrency where they just look at the the prices. I think you bring up a great point that a lot of that if I had a guess a, a ratio of the people that talk about crypto, usually it feels like 85% just talk about the price. Mm-hmm. For you to bring up about the um, use cases, that might be another 10%. And then, no, it might be a, 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 a 14% and there's only 1% that kind of talk about I think the true deep possible uses of blockchain decentralization mm-hmm. um, so I that's where I feel like I'm in that tiny percent where I'm I feel like I'm able to understand decentralization the way you have decentralized nodes doing a consensus of truth to consensus of data and consensus of the blockchain mm-hmm that consensus of truth can go a massive long way. And that's a paradigm shift waiting to happen for us humans. I think it's just, it's when it's not if I think. Yeah. Like this is, this is my thing where I struggle to, I, I see how deep it can go in certain industries, but sometimes I struggle to see the totality of how it's such a game changer. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's what most people don't because it it comes down to the the consensus of truth or consensus of the blockchain. Mm -hmm. That is a paradigm shift to anything that we've ever had. So right now, the banks print out money, the banks and the government, that's a centralized unit. The the government makes laws, that's a centralized unit. Even though there's parties in play, but it's still a centralized thing that they control. Mm -hmm. Me or you, none of us, really can make much of an impact on there where decentralized it's truly a consensus of the people involved so the miners the developers and the community vote the community may or may not vote every time but they are part of it and uh their potential protests can get to the developers and the miners so Mm. um if someone cares enough become a miner or become a developer miner is probably easier 
uh, on some of it. So um, that consensus of truth is is the game changer. Like you could build whole new systems with it. Um, Emmett has heard it many times. If you if maybe afterwards, if you want to talk about it, I, I go for I could go for hours. So I don't know of a quick way to try to give you a summary of of it. Um, I don't know if you want to throw in a quick summary that just that so you don't have to n- predict the future to see that a momentous change is coming, right? Yeah, exactly. You didn't need to predict everything the internet was going to do back when it came out. Mm-hmm. Right. So in 1995, email was brand new shit. Mm-hmm, exactly. Right? But that was, that was you very, mail. <laughs> yeah, but that was very, uh, step one primitive stuff. And then look at everything the internet does now. Nobody could have ever predicted. Nobody could have mm. predicted the speed of porn. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> no, nobody Dude, would predict it. We're every, talking every to kink you could imagine, you get instantly. Yeah. Think about that. Think about we, that. What a we, glorious time to be alive. Yeah, it's but free. you never never would have predicted some dude in Portland drinking a mango beer would advise to you to live stream your editing efforts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like how insane is that? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lim- yeah. No, Lim- Lim's literally. Yeah, Lim's literally going to start live streaming his editing because he's spending Good. all his days he editing. Should. Yeah, he should absolutely. And you just need to, this number one thing too for like people that have no viewers on Twitch. If someone does click on your stream and you're not saying anything and just clicking buttons, they're going to leave within thirty seconds. Facts. You need to be talking to yourself the entire time. Yeah. Explain to yourself your own process because mm. at least <clears throat> that's something for when someone uh, comes into the chat, you uh-huh. know, they have something to engage with because dead, dead air on Twitch is worse than radio, believe mm-hmm. it or not. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Interesting. Yeah. So they're you're always on just stage. Be talking the entire time. Yeah. That's, because that's speak, crucial. Yes. It is. Crucial. The, I, that, that, that's how you get people to not leave in 30 seconds, gotcha. which is like the biggest hurdle. Yeah. All right, my boner went to flaccid, so uh, let's get back to crypto. <laughs> <laughs> let's, 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 let's get pink back. I'm oh, sorry. Let's get Liam back up. Let's get Liam back up. No, I, I'm gonna take the, those suggestions, and I'll, I'll think how to run the Twitch thing, and that um, I think it's good information. Um, so if you have any questions afterwards, feel free to ask me anything about crypto or blockchain. Okay. Joe, do you have anything to add about crypto or blockchain? Uh, not that I've already covered, but this is a separate entity. Which means I shouldn't have even said what I just said. Hmm. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, I don't know. I hope to make money off of it. That's pretty much all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I missed out too many times. So, 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 Gary. Fun fact. I, I said this in like two or three podcasts already, but I'm gonna say it again. I sold sixty thousand Dogecoin for like eighty bucks about a oh, year ago. Man, dude. yeah. It's okay, Damn, you got the 80 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it just depends on what you did with the 80 bucks. Yeah, but but I also do recognize that like when that shit would have gotten to like five cents, I probably would have sold then. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, you don't have like, a diamond I, I, do, I, I, I bought it when it was fractions of a fraction of a penny. Like, <sighs> I bought it so early that I would have been like, hey, this this $18 I had left over from buying this Ethereum, I bought Dogecoin with, and now it's worth, you know, two grand. I would have cashed out right there. Oh man, dude! Bro. The eighty bucks bought you sixteen months of a five dollars subscription. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I I I made my nut with Ripple. I'm still happy about that. So nice. Oh, hopefully Whatever. that court case goes all right, man. There ain't no Ripple, court case. Ripple, XRP. Oh, oh, that one. Oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah. shit! Yeah. What, yeah. yeah. What is going on with that? Pink. 
I'm, um, damn it. The last Leo. I heard, um, God damn it. they it's it's in positive light for Ripple. So meaning they, it looks like they're gonna they're gonna win. But I, I, I that'd be a, huge. Yeah. Um, if I had to s- try to summarize it, it, I'm gonna give you the answer, not the why for blockchain and crypto. Uh, the the answer is I'm not a fight. Oh, couple sentences. Uh, I'm not a financial <laughs> advisor. This is not financial advice. <laughs> this is for educational purposes only. Um, buy with as much disposable, as much disposable income as you can and hold for five, seven, seven to 10 years. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I, I have a thousand ripple right now. Cause that's all I have left is yeah. you think I shouldn't sell. No, just, just hold I mean, it. Just hold if it. I, if I'm out, I'm only out like 600 bucks. So it's like, eh, I and whatever disposable income you can just buy more. Yeah. I, I would put it this way. Do you think your whatever cryptocurrency you have, do you think it will continue to go up in the future? And or do you think you have something else better to put it into? Even if you buy a house, hmm. probably one of the best asset assets as one of the best appreciating no. assets will will crypto outperform a house. Yes, I think yeah. crypto will outperform a house. Yeah. I think yeah. the million dollar Bitcoin is coming. Yeah. So why Dude. wouldn't you hold on to it? Why would you ever sell it? I, I have immediate needs I need to take care of, but that's my unique <laughs> circumstance, you know. You yeah. could always like collateralize if I, if I can it. Get two, if I can get two grand to pay down credit card debt or my car, I'll take it, you know. If I made that off a couple hundred bucks all day. Yeah. If you're in debt, that's a hard, hard yeah. choice then, yeah. Yeah, all it's right. an investment in the future, essentially. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, next question. What's the biggest problem for humans and what do we do to fix it? Communication. Communication. Ooh. I thought you were gonna say we need better beats. We do, okay. <laughs> so they can communicate over the beats. All right, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Talking to you. A thousand percent, man. Communication. People don't talk to each other and let each other know like what's going on. And sometimes that it's like in a crucial moment where it's like, dude, like all you had to do was say something. <laughs> mm. You know. What do you? Is there a systematic way of? I gave you a wand, but it can't just tell people to talk. Yeah. yeah, magic wand, what system would you create with it? I guess one where people could see, I guess people would have to see the results of lack of communication juxtaposed with those of uh, a superfluous amount of communication. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. you have to see both sides side by side and see how both, situ- you know, all the situations play out. I just feel like a lot of the times people don't communicate because of selfish reasons, you know? Pride. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I thought you were going to say you need a digital t-shirt that automatically shows what you should be saying. <laughs> a, mo- a, f- a mood ring for your shirt, but a shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question. What's your favorite food or dish? Ooh, mm. burn. Tough question here, bro. Damn, that's a hard question. Can't say dumplings. No, no, <laughs> not <robot>. dumplings. <laughs> My favorite food. Hmm. Why are you bringing up the robot again? I'm just kidding. I, I you almost made me choke. <laughs> Clam chowder is so fire, man. Clam chowder. Clam is so chowder. Fire. Mm. Um, if you ever been to the oyster bar at the Palace Station? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, How, dude. Do you like the pan roast there? Yeah, that's good. Oh, so you like the? the I clam like the pan chowder, man. I like I'm the pan roast better. Huh. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's the that's the most popular thing there. Yeah, yeah. that's the most mm-hmm. popular thing there. But it's good. Uh huh. But I'm a sucker for clam chowder. Dude. Describe their clam chowder. It has everything in it, dude. <laughs> it has everything in it. It has shrimp. It has. Does it have? 
Does it have scallops? Clams. No, it doesn't have scallops. Yeah, of course. Clams. Yeah. Uh, crab. And what is it the creamy it style? Have? Not the red. Yeah, it's the creamy style. But okay. they have a version. That they have New England and uh, the other. The, the red one is New York. Is it Boston? No, Boston. New York? I don't Boston know. or New York. Some East Coast shit. Manhattan? Yeah. I forget. Manhattan. <laughs> might be. Maybe. But they have a version where they mix them both in together, dude. Oh. They have a version where you mix them both in together. Still haven't tried it. My aunt did. She said it was good. So next time I go there, I might try that one. But I usually go for New England clam chowder wherever I'm at. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then is it uh, over there? Do they serve it with rice or anything? Or is it just the soup or bread? Crackers? Probably crackers, huh? They give you a rice on the side if you ask for it. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever been there where you didn't have to wait an hour? Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's this Vegas legendary seafood spot. Yeah. Uh, and it's so popular, but they only got like six seats. Uh, probably 12 or 14, somewhere around there. Yeah. So there's always a, a, an hour long line at least. Yeah. No matter when you go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually time it either. I think um, around... I forget two in the two at night is like usually a slow time. So you might only have to wait like 20, 30 minutes maybe. Yeah. But I think that's actually part of the, uh, the thing of it. If you wait for an hour for something, then it's going to taste even an hour better. All hungry. Yeah. Exactly. You, you stand in there thinking about and it. Yeah, at least hour. you know it's super fresh. I mean, yeah. that's a plus. Yeah. 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 You know, like I, I like not necessarily an hour, but I actually like places where I have to wait between 10 and 15 minutes for my food. Because usually uh, it's fresh as fuck. Mm. Mm. When you get it instantly, that ain't fresh, yo. I mean, yeah. Arby's takes about four and a half minutes. <laughs> they know I the like meats, Arby's, so. too. I'm, 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 I'm a fan of Arby's, right? I'll be one. I'm, you know, they're not sponsoring me saying this, but they're one of the best fast food chains around. By it's delicious. Far. Oh, speaking yeah, of which, Pusha T made that. Uh, we are the meats. The rapper Pusha T made yeah. that. He also <laughs> made... Uh, I'm loving it for McDonald's. Hmm. He created that. Oh, really? Head explode. Yeah. (laughs) Same guy who made grinding by clips. All right. Bada pa pa pa. I'm loving it. Hmm. We're all learning today. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's actually pretty (laughs) fascinating. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, that dude's probably getting paid. You know, for both of those. Paid. Even still, yeah. God damn. All right. Last question. Shout out two friends. Uh, Name off two friends you think that should do this uh, podcast. Oh man, uh, my boy Lanre, aka Lazy, and uh, my boy Ian Sean. What Definitely the... those two. They're both artists, also. Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's Lazy with a Z. With Lim. a Z. <laughs> with one Z. <laughs> two Zs. <laughs> it might be two Zs. Who knows? <laughs> all right, so we're gonna go to Gary with two R's dot com, and that has links to all your Twitch and everything else. Links to all my Twitch, Instagram. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Pandora, Spotify, Apple Music, everything that you could possibly imagine. It's right there at the bottom of the site. I can verify this. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking this website didn't exist. I'm seeing it now. And, uh, <laughs> All right, Joe, you got a cup or a drink with you? We're going to cheers for the end. Got any mango left? <laughs> yeah, mango stash, baby. All right, cheers, Pop guys. Cheers. Fellas, cheers. Gary, thank you so much. It was a fun talk. Thank you, guys.